Hello, and welcome to the Homework Help Show podcast. My name is Leslie, and I'm a top writer and your host. And this is podcast number two of our COVID-19 daily live sessions. Over the last few weeks, while the COVID-19 pandemic has shifted every aspect of our lives, we've been conducting daily live sessions on Instagram so students can get the answers, advice, and help they need while trying to manage the stress of these uncertain times. We've put together these live sessions into a podcast for you guys, so you can listen to them whenever you want for some extra help. This podcast is made with recordings from our second week of live sessions. So listen and enjoy, and we really hope that this podcast helps you out with your studying at home or your self-isolation online learning. Hi, everyone. I'm seeing a couple familiar names who have joined us before, uh, so that's awesome. So thank you for joining us again. Thank you to anyone who ha- uh, is joining us for the first time. So um, if you are joining in for the first time, uh, my name is Leslie. I am a top writer and the community manager here at Homework Help Global. And um we are doing these live sessions Monday to Friday um, each day of the week um, because we just want, basically what we're doing is we want you guys to know that we are still here. I know there, um, with what's going on in the world right now with um, the COVID-19 pandemic everywhere and people are uh, seeing their classes canceled or um, seeing having to take online classes for the first time which may be really new for you guys, for some of you. Um, So we just wanted you to know that we are still here and we have been going live uh, every day, Monday to Friday, um, just so you guys can ask us if you you need help with your homework or if you have any questions for us that we can help answer anything, um, advice you need about maybe your online courses or your productivity or anything like that. We are still here. Our company is completely remote so everyone on our team works from home already so we are all safe in our houses and um, nothing is changing with the way that we work and uh, nothing is changing in terms of our ability to be there to support you guys. To help you guys out also right now we have a 10% off discount code for all of our services so you can use that. Uh, the discount code is MAR10. Um, that's for the rest of the month. So that's basically a bit about who I am and who we are and why we are going live every day. Some of you are seeing some more familiar faces so that's awesome. Thank you for returning to our live sessions and welcome to uh, any of the new uh, names that I'm seeing too if you're joining us for the first time. So yeah, basically we're here to help. Um, You can ask me questions if you need help about your maybe your homework or you need some advice about your online classes or um, anything like that. We you can ask them so yes, I'm 30. Today I've completed extra one chapter with your tips given the previous day. I'm like, Thank you so much for letting me know that that was helpful. Um, I'm so glad that it could help you. And uh, I'm glad that you did well uh, using our tips because we all we love hearing that we've helped people because it is our main goal 
um, to help people and to give people the support and resources they need. So I love hearing that. So thank you for letting me know. And thank you for listening and joining again. Um, so yes, like I said, if you have questions, let me know. Um, I am going to go through, I'm going to share some tips and stuff with you too. Um, but if you do have questions, I will get to them. And, um, like I always say, if I don't get to your questions by the end of the video, um, or by the end of this session, you can still send, either send us a message with your question and I can answer it there. Or, um, you can tune in again tomorrow. We are going Monday to Friday with these live videos. Yesterday I shared some tips with you guys about taking your online courses and staying focused. What does flee mean? F-L-E-E. That's flee means to run away or like leave a scene. Um, flee actually, two underscore aliens. Um, this is answering your question. Uh, flee is one of those words that has two different spellings and so flee f-l-e-e means basically to run like i said to run away or escape a scene um or an area but if you spell it f-l-e-a that's a bug <laughs> a flea um something that helps saba2302 i see your face a lot so thank you for uh or your username a lot so thank you for joining in again so, Azizurk, what do you know about Corona? So, I'm not a health expert, um, but what I do know is that it is spreading very quickly, as many of you um, in some of those countries that have gone on lockdown have seen. Um, I, we are in Canada right now, um, just because I know you guys ask that a lot. So, we are um, in just outside of Toronto, in Canada. Um, but I know a lot of you are seeing these rates rise really fast. What I know is that the re everyone is advised to stay in and isolate as much as possible. And the more people do that, the more we can slow how fast it's spreading so that we're not overwhelming our hospitals and um, spreading it further than it already is. I also, what I know, and I mean, I don't know a lot of the um, health side because I'm not a health expert and I do not want to be one of those people that gives out health advice without any background or credibility because it's very important that you check your sources when you're getting information, especially about coronavirus, but um, just about anything in general, make sure you check your sources because sometimes people share things that they just make up or from incredible sources that aren't true. And if you spread that stuff around, it's just going to make everything worse. So make sure you're looking at the government recommendations, the World Health Organization, um, the news articles from actual news outlets, things like that. Um, that's basically what I what else do I know about coronavirus? Well, you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds, stay two meters away from other people, um, two meters or six feet, depending on where you live, there might be different measurements, but um, social distancing is important, and um, keep take that seriously. So, I had a couple more questions that I'll get to. Okay, so 
outshed ready what is the most important way to develop our language um do you mean like language speaking skills to de- like developing your language speaking skills is that what you mean um i just don't want to give you the wrong answer um just not sure what specifically you mean there uh, so some yes under um, 30 studying early morning or late night is good that the, your study time really depends on you um, right now because no one's actually going to physical classes um, in most countries anyway. Um, if you are like a night owl and you don't like being up early morning, then you don't have to be unless you have a early class or an early online class. But late night studying, early morning studying is usually better Because your brain is just waking up and um, you can have a good breakfast with lots of protein because protein is really good for your brain um, to help your brain power. Um, If you are studying late at night, if it is not a cramming session, because a lot of people pull all-nighters and last-minute cramming and they don't really um, give themselves time to just unwind... Um, So it depends on your own schedule, but don't stay up all night and sacrifice sleep because if you sacrifice your sleep and you don't get enough sleep, um, that can be worse because you're depriving your brain of um, valuable, the neutral, like the energy you, it gets from getting a good sleep. Um, But like Hema Haji Sawar is saying late night works better for them because they can't study in the morning. I mean, if you're not a morning person, don't, um, don't get, then you don't have to get up early and study in the morning. Like I said, it depends on who you are and what kind of life you have. If you're a night owl, if you don't like getting in the morning, then pick study at a time where you feel most comfortable and when you know that your brain is um like ready to go energized so yeah it's it depends on your who you are and what you do um what your work schedule is like anything like that but um that's what I would say. I personally don't like studying in the morning either. Um, it, uh, <laughs> I do wake up early, but my brain is not working. <laughs> you know, I feel like that sometimes too. Not everyone likes to wake up early and not everyone wants to wake up early. Um, so, or if you do wake up early, sometimes it takes a while for you to get your brain going and that's perfectly fine. If you can recognize, if you know the best times of the day when your brain is working, then that's the best time to study. So go with that as a guideline. Um, <clears throat> someone said you seem like sick. Yeah, I have a cold. I don't have coronavirus. I do not have it. I have a common cold. I have had a cold for like a week now. So a lot of you um, have probably already seen that in these videos. Um, So (laughs) that's what that is. 
studying early morning improves your memory power. Yep, yeah, but it, like I said, it studying is the most effective when you know your brain is awake and ready to go. So if you have eaten a good breakfast or if you um if you're wired in the afternoon um it's all depends on you and your body and your routine. Um, let, let me know if I'm talking too fast because sometimes um, I know that a lot of you have asked me to speak more slowly and I am trying, but sometimes I kind of forget. Um, so I am trying to speak slower. Um, so if I just, if I get talking and it starts to speed up, let me know. Um, I'll slow down. Since we were just talking about study times and the best time of day to study even if you have it's okay it's just okay well coronavirus isn't actually a flu um but it has flu like symptoms um but uh yeah no i uh i don't have it so i don't need to worry about it um and for those of you who are still asking, is Dizark, um, oh, also, if I pronounce your username wrong, um, I'm very sorry. Uh, sometimes it's hard to tell how they're pronounced. Everyone is from all different countries around the world. <laughs> yes, every time I cough, someone asks me if I have coronavirus, but, um, Yeah, so I'm sorry if I pronounce your usernames wrong. We are all in different countries. Um, but those of you who are still asking, um, I'm from Canada. I am in Canada right now, uh, just outside of Toronto. Toronto is where our company is headquartered. So most of us are in Toronto um, in Canada. We do have some team members who are... Um, in other parts of the world, but um, right now, most of us are just around Toronto. Um, so, Sunny Sindhu 9, is there any specific order of different points that are to be written in an essay? So, as we all know, um, your essay structure is going to be introduction, body paragraphs, conclusion. Now, depending on what type of essay you're writing, um, that will, so if you mean, so there's a, a few different um, answers to this question. Um, it depends on the type of essay that you're writing. So when you're determining what order your points should be, um, especially with your thesis, um, you can organize them. Um, a lot of people like to organize it. So say you have three um, points. So your three arguments that are in your thesis statement. Some people like to put their in, them in order of number one is a strong point. Is your second strongest point. Um, number two is your least strong point. Um, so maybe that's the one you have the least amount of information for. 
And then the third point, the last paragraph, will be the, um, sorry, the last paragraph will be the, your strongest point. Um, so, that is, your, with your three body paragraphs here, you have your second strongest, weakest, and strongest. And the reason pe- some people do that um, is because they want to make sure they leave the audience with a big impact um, at the end of the paper that leads into the conclusion. Because realistically, your last body paragraph before your conclusion is probably going to be um, the last thing that resonates with your audience. It's probably what they'll take away from your paper. Um, So you really want that to be um, your strongest argument. Um, Another order people will use, uh, if you're writing a research paper or um, some kind of expository paper um, on a specific subject, um, a lot of the times this goes for history because history, we already know the order of events that have happened. But a lot of the times people will put their points in chronological order. So in order of when they happened. So if there are some things that happen before others, they just, first paragraph is what happened first, second paragraph, what happened next, and then third paragraph, what happened last. I personally like to use the first method, um, where you put your most important point, or your strongest point as your last body paragraph. Um... And your second strongest first. I personally like to use that method um, most of the time, unless it is a research paper that needs to be in chronological order. Um, So it depends on that structure. But another thing, too, is if you're doing um, an argumentative paper, You may want to change your argument a little bit. Um, There might be there might be a situation where uh, it would make more sense to talk about one thing because that thing might lead into the next one, or you might give information in that first paragraph that you would need to know to talk about the next one. So. Most of the time, you will want to use the first method, but um, you can change that if you think that it makes more sense. So, um, so uh, it the structure of your paper, um, you need to pay attention to flow. So, if the way that you organize your points doesn't look like it flows very much, um, then switch it up because your professor will mark you on that flow. Um, for Darren and Meher, who um, just asked what we're talking about, um, I'm someone asked a question of how to structure your points in your essay, um, and I just answered it. So that's what we're talking about right now. We are talking about um, writing papers. And I saw another question about, I saw another question about essay writing. Um, 
So, Halamumadi 20. Um, can you talk about conversation, historical present, please, in another video? We can do that. Um, I can make a note of that, and we can do, maybe we can do a little, um, note about that, that we can post on our, um, on our Instagram page. Let me write that down. What is the name of the yellow hardback book behind you? Um, do you mean this book? That book is actually, that one is actually Nelson Mandela's autobiography. Uh, it's called, it's called Long Walk to Freedom. Um, for those of you who keep asking, I do not have coronavirus. I repeat, I do not have coronavirus. <laughs> I have a cold. Um, it is still cold season here in Canada. Um, because we are notorious for cold season being the climate the way it is. It's just a cold. Uh, so, I saw some more questions. I am trying to speak slowly for you guys. Um, can, so, I'm at... Haji Sarwar, can you explain what is the perfect conclusion? That's a great question. So, conclusions can be very hard and tricky because you need to make sure that you summarize all of your points um, properly and you leave your reader with something to remember and to take home with you, them, like to keep in their... Um, in the back of their mind. A conclusion should always start with your thesis statement, but it should be uh, paraphrased different than it's in your introduction. Um, so restate your thesis in just in, in different words. Um, and then you also want to, after that, you want to um, summarize what you've said in your paper Briefly, don't introduce any new information in your conclusion. If, if you have new information, it should be in your paper. It should not be in your conclusion. Your conclusion should be to sum up what, you got, what you're writing about and what you want the reader to remember and then leave them with a nice last line that really hits your point home. Um, so, you know, we talk a lot... Um, You've probably heard this a lot in your um, in your in either high school or elementary school, where your introduction should be like a triangle. So you start broad and get narrow until you reach your thesis statement. Your conclusion should be the opposite. So your conclusion should be a triangle like this. So the very top at the beginning of your in of your conclusion should be narrow. So that's your thesis statement. Um, your Then once you have your thesis statement, you can broaden out a little bit and get a little more wide in your arguments. Um, so restate what you said, summarize, sum up what you said, but make it in a way 
that really emphasizes to your audience what your um, what your points were. But remember, don't introduce new information. That will just confuse your reader, and it's that's not the point of your conclusion. So that's um, that's the answer to your question um, in a nutshell um, of what a perfect conclusion looks like. So about 2302, what are the steps to writing a paragraph? That's a good question too. So I basically already talked about the conclusion um, and the introduction. So the steps to writing, so I'll focus on the steps to writing uh, body paragraphs. So your body paragraph should always start with a topic sentence. Um, that topic sentence will introduce the argument you're going to make in that paragraph. Um, each, as you probably already know, each paragraph needs to have its own, each argument should be in its own paragraph. Um, so your topic sentence will show the reader what you're going to argue. After your topic sentence, um, that's when you start adding in your evidence. Um, if you have a quotation or a citation or a paraphrase from information from a source, um, that's where you put this in. Anytime you add information from a source, uh, whether that is a quote or a um, piece of evidence of any kind, you need to give it context in your paper. So you need to basically explain why you're using that quote or information and why it's relevant. Um, so, for example, if you're writing a paper, if you're writing a paper about a Shakespeare play, for example, um, and you use a quote from one of his plays, don't just throw the quote in and then move on to your next point. You need to put the quote in and then say afterwards, in this quote, so-and-so is explaining that whatever the point is. Um, so to give your audience context as to why you bothered using that evidence. So, um, so, so far we have topic sentence evidence and support, um, whatever information you need to include. And then at the end of that paragraph, um, you need to add a transition sentence. That transition sentence will help flow into the next paragraph. So whether that is another body paragraph um, or your conclusion, um, make sure you have that transition sentence there so that you're, you can easily flow from one point to another. And the transition sentence is basically just your sentence connecting to the next paragraph um, and kind of leading into what you're going to talk about next. That's basically the structure for a paragraph, um, for a body paragraph. So I hope that answers your question. Mustafa 313, you can introduce general information in your introduction. That Yes, that's exactly what I was saying, so thank you. Um, 
that's the best place to put that. If it's just general information that people should know um, that might help them get some background on your topic before you get into your actual body paragraphs, um, that's the place to put it. If it's general information about one of your specific arguments, obviously that goes in that body paragraph. But just broad information goes in your introduction. So Sanjay Kakadikar, I want to learn English fluently within 20 days. Is it possible? That's a pretty fast to learn English. Um, the amount of time you take to learn any language, whether it's English or um, anything else, depends on you and your learning process. It's hard to say you can learn English in this amount of time if, you know, the old, that person only has a certain amount of time every day to spend on their lessons. I'm sure if you did nothing, absolutely nothing, except your pre English practice for all day, every day for a month or for those 20 days, maybe it's possible, but do not rush. A lot of people I see, um, a lot of people try to rush learning English, and it's not a good idea. You need to take the time that you need to learn the language because you could just end up cramming your brain with all of this information and you're not going to retain anything. And it's a complex language. It takes time and practice. So it's different for everyone, but I wouldn't recommend cramming it. Um, take your time. Brendan Washington, what time will your will be your live tomorrow? Um, so we usually do them between here in Canada. Um, it is about twelve forty five right now. Just after I started at noon here, um, so that is noon Eastern time. I always put a count. I know a lot of you are in other countries that are. It's evening there now. Um, so I always put a countdown in our um, Instagram story uh, so you can see um, when that next live video will be. Um, so I always try to put that countdown there so that you can um, you can know when to tune in instead of just waiting for a notification. But uh, it will be around this time each day. Sabrina Sender M30. Is there any tips or tricks to recall a word or sentence in an exam if we forget them? So, I talked about this before. Um, a very common. You start at 7 p.m. and I Okay, so apparently, um, Mustafa313 said that we this time we start about 7 p.m. in Iraq. So, if you're in Iraq, it's around 7 p.m. Or if you're on the same time zone as Iraq, it's about 7 p.m. Um, okay, so I was answering a question. Um, tips for recalling words um, on an exam. So, a very common way for people to memorize this information is using mnemonic devices. Um, I don't even know if I pronounced that properly. It is spelled M-N-E. M O N 
I see. So, um, we have done actually quite a few. We did a video or a blog post and an, a couple Instagram posts about this too. Um, basically, it's using um, rhythm and rhyming patterns to make your brain remember and associate words. So one of the most common um, one of the most common forms of these are um, when you have acronyms or um, when you use the words to make a song or a poem or um, for example, off the top of my head, um, there are some very common ones. So when you're learning the colors of the rainbow, um, you probably learned Roy G. Biv, R-O-Y-G-B-I-V. Um, that's to remember the order of the colors. And that's a very common, so that acronym that takes the first letter of each color is a very common one. And that's a mnemonic device. Um, again, I could be saying this wrong, but, um, like I could be pronouncing it wrong, but that's an example of one. Another one is a lot of people when they're learning compass directions, north, south, east, and west. A lot of people um, use the mnemonic device of never eat shredded wheat. Um, and these are just common sayings and rhyming things that people like to use to remember um, the information and words. And um, research has shown that if you use songs, um, if you make a song from that helps you remember that word, um, those are most effective because the way that music works with our brains, rhythm, um, it actually sticks in your memory a lot longer. That is why you, I'm sure all of you experience this, but that is why you end up getting songs stuck in your head all day. Or when you hear a song a few times, that song is just you're always going to remember that song because you probably walked around and had it stuck in your brain. That's because our brains connect to rhythm and music and it helps our memory is is a lot more attached to those rhythms. Um, Mustafa 313 says also common idioms could help and that helps too, definitely. Um... So that's a very common method that people use to remember information. Another thing, too, is active recall. I mentioned this a bit yesterday, but basically active recall um, is when you are reading something, when you're studying before your exam, uh, if you're reading something, um, after each paragraph or chapter, stop close your book, maybe mark your place or something, but close your book really quick and ask yourself what you just read and try to repeat the information you just read, um, whether it's out loud or to yourself. Repeat that information and see if you can say it back because if you suddenly close your book and you can't recall what you just read or you forget bits and pieces, you didn't really read it 
and absorb that information. Um, so you have to go back and make sure that you are actively learning, which means that information is staying and absorbing in your mind and you're not just reading really quick over and over your notes because reading, skimming your notes over and over again, it's not doing anything for you. You're not absorbing that information actively. Um, so hello to everyone who just joined. I saw a few people um, who just joined with us. We are, I was just answering a question about remembering words for exams. Um, okay, so a couple more people. I might have talked a little too fast there. Um... And can I improve English by just listening? Yes, you can. If you watch TV or listen to music, podcasts, listening to people talk, listening to the dialogue in TV shows and movies, um, that can definitely help improve English because you are, one, you are listening to those words being used the right way in a conversation. Um, you are also learning new words to add, to expand your vocabulary. Um, and you're also just getting that context so you can see, because when you listen to it, you can hear the tone of people's voices. So when they say things in certain tones, you can know how to associate that word, um, with its intended context so that helps a lot to listen to things and if you're listening to something like music or um movies or anything like that if you hear a word that you've never heard um just pause and do a quick google search for it um, to give you some idea of what it means and you'll help, you'll better understand whatever you're listening to. And a lot of these questions, um, like Saba2302, how can I begin an English grammar? And I saw someone else asking about pronunciation, I think. Listening and reading, um, are the best ways to learn grammar and pronunciation and new vocabulary um so th i mean that is that is the, the most effective way um mr Pseudo rock i'm trying to communicate with you what are you asking me um let me scroll up and see where your question is um i'm not ignoring you um there's a lot of questions i haven't gotten to yet oh you asked where i'm from i've answered this like four times already um I'm in Canada. Um, I'm aware... Oh, you probably joined in late, so you probably missed my introduction. Um, but yeah, I'm in Canada. Our company, Homework Help Global, is a company in Toronto, Canada. Um, so most of us are here. We do have some writers um, who are in other parts of the world, but most of us are in Toronto or just outside of Toronto. <laughs> And like I say, most of the time, if um, if I miss your questions, um, 
because sometimes I have to scroll back up. If I'm answering a question, I'm not looking at your questions. So um, I have to scroll back up in this list here to find the questions that I missed. Um, and sometimes I miss them completely. I'm not ignoring you, I promise. Um, and if it, your question was important and I didn't get to it, send us a message, um, an Instagram direct message. Um, or join us tomorrow in tomorrow's live session and I will try to get to all the questions there as well. Um, these live sessions are Monday to Friday each day. Do you have a grammar book on the internet as a PDF? Right now we don't, um, but that is something that we are looking for um, in the future. So keep an eye out on that. But we do have, if you are looking, we did do a YouTube series of videos um, on English Grammar 101. I think there are eight videos. I can't remember. Uh, if you go to our YouTube page, The Homework Help Show, um, there's a link in our Instagram bio. Um, that link will take you to a page that has our YouTube um, going there and there's a whole series of videos on English grammar um, that could help. So abood underscore xi, what is the best way to learn new languages? So we did, we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, the best way to learn new languages is to practice, listen, read, and then practice again. Practice always is important. Um, I told a story, I think last week, about how when I was in high school, I only speak English, um, but in Canada, everyone has to learn French um, in high school and some elementary schools. Um, and I told this story last week about how I was really good at French in high school and elementary school, and I could speak basic French, but... Um, once I graduated high school, I never practiced it, and now I can barely remember anything. Um, and then I went to France last year, and I was excited to use my French, and then quickly realized, um, I did not know anything. So, and that was because I did not practice at all. Uh, so, always practice whether you are talking to another person or saying things out loud, um, anything like that, um, that's the best way to learn new languages. All right. Scrolling up from our questions here. I know I missed a bunch. Um... Where are you? Questions? I saw so many. I think they're a little far up here. So I'm just scrolling through. Um, okay, I did answer that. So um, bear with me here. I really don't want anyone to be ignored. <laughs> so many us under 30. Could you please send me another word? For reminiscence. Um, can you tell me the context you're using the word in? 
and I can give you the correct, um, another word to replace it. I'm still getting questions. Um, I'm not, I don't have coronavirus. I just have a cold and I'm, that's the last time I'm going to answer that question because I feel like that's wasting my, wasting time when I could be helping people. Um, so there's a lot of people talking to me at once here, so I'm, I don't want to, I want to make sure that I don't, uh, miss your questions. Um, oops. Sorry, my phone here. All of this stuff is all together. Um, in the meantime, if you're, if you, if I don't see your message about where the context, um, reminiscence, you could use like reflect, reflection. Um, if you're talking about reminiscing about something, um, you could talk about reflecting on that thing, um, like a memory or anything like that. Okay, we have about 10 minutes left. Um, and like I said, you can send us messages too with your questions if you have a lot of questions. I know so I just was scrolling through and I saw someone said they had a lot of questions. So you can send us messages too. Um, I only have about 10 minutes left. So I don't really... I want to make sure I answer as many people's questions as possible. Because there are a lot of people here who are asking me questions. And it's not fair to spend all of that time on one. So I want to make sure I divide this time up equally for you guys. Um... So I'm just trying, that's why I'm scrolling through these questions, because I'm trying to make sure, um, I'm trying to make sure that I am as broad and fair as possible. Um, because some of you actually are asking similar questions too. And a lot of you are asking for tips on learning English, too. Um, I did mention our YouTube channel already. Um, if you check that YouTube channel, there are so many videos about learning English. We also have a podcast um, where we talk about that, too. Um, Hasher underscore S, how to avoid hesitation when speaking English. That comes with confidence, too, and the more confidence you can build up, um, the more you can avoid those hesitations, and the best way to build up that confidence is by practicing and reading and all of the things that I've been saying, so um, practice writing and speaking, um, have as many conversations as possible, and I know right now, it's very hard to have those conversations because we are not really able to leave our houses. Um, so we can't just go out to meetings and groups and trying to um, find people. But you can have video chats. Um, you can also read and watch movies. Just practice as much as you can. Give yourself that confidence boost because the more you do that, the more you're going to be like, I'm ready and you won't have any of those hesitations that you may be stuck with. The word reminiscent used to mean childhood. Okay, so yeah, so what, um, so me asked under M30, um, 
then what I said before about how you can use reflection is um, correct in that sentence. So you could say reflecting on childhood memories um, would be a similar word to use. Do you know, Mr. Rock? do you know about I.A. Richard's practical criticism? Um, no, I don't uh, know what that is. I'm not familiar with that. Um, same personal sauce. Can you suggest any linguistics books? Um, on Google Books, they have a lot of these um, free previews. Um, where you can go, if you don't want to pay for a book, um, you can actually go and look at these previews. And they'll give you, like, a good chunk of the book that you can read through. Um, so if you just search there for linguistics books, you can probably find some free previews um, that will give you some help. Um, TFP, do you know some Arabic words? <laughs> I wish I did have some Arabic words to share with you, uh, but I don't, unfortunately. Um, I know a lot of our followers do speak Arabic, but um, I don't, unfortunately. I just speak English, and I wish I could speak a lot of different languages, but um, I just haven't practiced any yet. I can speak bits and pieces of other languages, but... Um, Maybe I'll, maybe one day I'll learn some Arabic for you guys. But I'm sure I wouldn't pronounce it properly. I don't want to be rude. I'm just behind, I'm up here in the questions list here. Um, just trying to make sure I get everyone. I still have about five minutes. Um... still have about five minutes left here before I get and the reason I'm saying that is because um I get cut off Instagram has been cutting me off every day because I keep trying to answer as many of your questions as I can but I only have an hour and then Instagram shuts me off so um that's I try to keep my eye on the time so I can get you guys some help um, Aboud XI, the name of our channel in YouTube is called The Homework Help Show. If you click the link in our bio, it can take you there. Um, or you can just go to YouTube and type in The Homework Help Show. Um, that's our channel. Uh, that's where you will find so many videos with tips and advice and all kinds of awesome stuff. Um, that might answer if I didn't if I don't get to your questions here. That will probably have a lot of answers for you. Um, so, <laughs> like I said, just making sure I get to just making sure I get to your questions. Um, more people are asking where I am, uh, Canada. I know I keep answering that same question, but I know that a lot of you guys are, um, jumping in after I've introduced myself or later on in the session. So, um, I'm sorry if you missed that, but yes, in Canada. 
Um, okay, so I can't read Arabic or um, the other languages that you guys are writing in, so I'm not really sure. If those are questions, then I'm sorry, but I won't be able to answer them because I um, can't read it. But, uh, Mustafa313 recommended to someone else that children's stories could help. Uh, if you are... Um, very basic if you are on a like just starting English and are having a very basic um understanding um the children's books are a lot easier to read uh when you're just starting out because they don't use uh complicated language they just um speak simply and straightforward and um, use words uh, for because kids are technically still beginners too, because um, they they're still learning English too. So um, that's a good. They're talking with each other. Oh, okay, thank you, Mustafa. Um, Badrin Health Hub. What is this live about? Well, basically, um, if you joined us. Uh, after the introduction or later on in the video, uh, basically what I'm doing right now is answering um, some questions people have. Um, some people have asked about learning English. Some have asked about writing essays. Um, some have asked about studying. Uh, whatever you guys ask me questions about is what the video is about. And thank you to those of you, I know there are a few of you who have been in our live sessions um, helping to translate for other people um, in the chat here. Uh, thank you for doing that. I really do appreciate um, you guys taking the time to help others understand. I know that sometimes I talk too fast and it's hard to understand. So thank you guys for translating and for jumping in and helping out. Um, that's really awesome. Seba2302, talk about your normal day if you don't mind. Well, my normal day hasn't really changed that much with um, the virus because I already worked from home. So basically my normal day right now, uh, I talk to you guys for about an hour and then I do a lot of work within the company. Uh, so I... Um, We'll go through all our messages and comments and try to reply to everybody and uh, go and check out our other social media pages and uh, write a couple papers maybe or write a blog or two. Um, we're working on a really big project right now that we're almost ready to share with you guys and it's going to be a really good resource. Um, I did introduce myself, Gadir Bugrash, but I will do it again. Uh, my name is Leslie, and I am the community manager and a top writer here at Homework Help Global. I did pin a comment at the bottom here so that anybody who joins, I get a lot of people joining um, midway through the video and asking what... Um, where we are and so I've commented at the bottom so that um, you guys can see that um, what is your major I when I I've been out of university for a while 
Um, I did a double major in journalism and history and specialized also did a minor in English. Um, and then I did an extra year of college um, taking a social media marketing course. So um, that's what I majored in um, when I was in school, but I've been doing studies on my own since I graduated university. Um, I'm just going to I saw a couple questions here too. So um, I like I always say, if I don't get to your questions, um, if I run out of time or it just gets buried and I don't see it, um, you can join us Monday to Friday in these live sessions again, or you can send us a message um, in our DMs and I can answer you there um, to make sure you get the answers you need because I don't want to be ignoring anybody and I don't want any of you to feel like I'm ignoring you um, because I'm not. Um, oh, sorry. And so... Oh, yes, under 30, the tips you gave really helped yesterday. I'm so glad to hear that our tips are helping you guys and that some of you have said um, that the tips we gave you were helpful. Um, I'm really glad to hear that because that's what we're trying to do. We are trying to give you um, the tools you need and the help you want uh, to make sure um, you guys can... Um, stay successful however you can right now um partake prayer can you sing a song no i cannot sing i'm not good at that and i have a cold it would sound terrible and everyone would leave this live video <laughs> how about two three or two what kind of food do you like mm, i like a lot of food um i like pizza a lot of American foods, really. Better try anything. Um, sorry, Pratik Pira. I'm not ignoring you. I just cannot physically sing. <laughs> um, that's not my job. Uh, Sandra Marcos, could you tell me about the coronavirus in Canada, please? Um, so, right now... Um, in Canada, we are seeing more um, cases every day. A lot of you are from countries that have already experienced um, major waves of the virus. Uh, so we're starting to see that we kind of um, have been late. It got to us later than uh, Europe and Middle East. But um, right now, everyone, we aren't in lockdown, but um, it's getting close everyone is supposed to stay inside and only go out for essentials so groceries or to get medicine but um we are our cases are starting to rise here the more it spreads so that's kind of where canada is at right now um like a lot of you around the world our schools have closed and a lot of students have either had classes canceled or or um, they are doing online courses. And I know I've seen a lot of you saying um, either here or on other social channels that um, 
you're having a hard time adjusting to online courses because online courses are not for everybody. That's for sure. And uh, it can be really hard to stay focused and to um, kind of keep up with that productivity when you are at home and you don't even need to get out of your pajamas half the time. So, um, I shared a couple tips the other day, but I can definitely, if that's something you guys are having a, having trouble with, I can definitely share more tips um, that will help you guys in your online courses if that's something that you would like to do or, or to hear. Um, I think there was a couple other questions here already, so I'm just going to go... Um, Can you start, please? Um, start. But I am here to answer your questions and um, give you advice on the things that you guys are struggling with. So let me know what topics um, you need help with. If you don't have a question, if there's just like a sub, like if you just need study tips or um, tips to help you with your online courses or um, things like that just let me know and um, I'm here to I'm here to give you guys any of the information you need um, so it's all about you guys David can anyone study in Canada without paying um, I don't think so I think that if you need if you're coming to Canada to start and to take a school program you need to pay um, the fee for a student. I don't know if there's, I think there's a fee for a student visa, which you will need, but there's also tuition. Um, a lot of schools have, um, like, international tuition um, that's different than uh, Canadian student tuition. So I don't think that you can study in Canada for free. Um So I'm just looking for anybody who's asking where I'm from. I pinned a comment at the bottom there um, so that I don't have to keep answering the question um, as more people join in. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so... Two, three, or two. According to forecast, how long will the current situation in Canada last? That's a good question, and I don't think anyone really knows. They're saying it could be a few more weeks, could be a few more months. It could last until summer. Um, they're make a lot of the emergency plans they're making right now are for four months. So I'm not sure if that means that that's what they're forecasting or if that's just them being prepared, but. I think it depends on how, it depends on how fast they can slow the curve um, or flatten the curve. Tell us some online courses. Um, most of the people who are taking online courses now are have been given the, the them by their school. Um, so a lot of the classes they were already in have been switched online. But if you are looking for online classes. Um, 
I know that some of the schools in the States are doing like free worldwide classes, but I'm not, I've only really heard of it. I don't, I think Yale was doing like a course, a free course about how to stay happy or something like that if you're looking for something. But most of these online courses are from students, schools and universities. Does Checker Cook one um, How does does Canada apply online course right now? Yeah, so in Canada right now, um, we a lot of our schools are doing online courses um, that have been given to them by their school, like the universities and colleges that they were already in. Either the classes they were taking or the classes that they were. Um, starting to take all of that has gone online here um, so most students are doing that and uh, using like zoom to have video chats for their courses with their lectures uh, most people are doing that now here in Canada um, some more questions here so Shio Koi is asking, studying grammar is important to speaking. Um, yeah, it is because it'll help you make sure you're saying the words properly and using them properly. Um, I can ask you a variety of questions. Um, yeah, so learning grammar um, is helpful to learning English. Because of that, because it helps you pronounce everything properly and use the words correctly in the sentence and it'll give you a better way to communicate, either speaking or writing. Um, make sure you, everything, uh, because sometimes grammar, um, grammar is so tricky that sometimes when you're, when you're not using the right grammar and it's not your fault, but if you if things are used the wrong way, your sentence or what you're saying could mean something completely different than what you were intending. And that doesn't always that's not always a good thing because someone could get the wrong idea of what you're saying and you could end up with the wrong information that you're looking for. Um, so practicing grammar is important for all of those reasons when you're learning English. Um, so Samuel Osama 67 what's the best useful broadcast that you should listen to and that really depends on what you are interested in because there are so many really cool uh, yes we'll save this to our Instagram story um, so you can watch it for the next 24 hours mbeauty30 um so what broadcasts should you listen to to learn English? Uh, podcasts are great. And we have a podcast at the Homework Help Show. Um, it's on Anchor FM. If you go to our Instagram bio, there's a link there. And in that link, it will take you to the podcast. Um, we have some podcasts that are specifically about tips to learn English and advice that will help you learn English but if you're just looking for something interesting 
to listen to people um, talking um, in English um, that's not too complicated. You can go to watch TED Talks, like someone mentioned before, Mustafa313, I think you mentioned um, listening to TED Talks. Those are really helpful because the people who are doing the TED Talks, they almost always speak really slowly and emphasize every syllable like this. So that can really help you um, listen to how they're saying the words and find new words to add to your vocabulary. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, but there's podcasts out there for almost everything, um, no matter whatever your interests are. Um, and it just really depends. So you can go on Apple Podcasts or Anchor or and just search by topics even. Or maybe some of your favorite brands or bloggers or um, influencers even. Or companies or your favorite celebrities or actors, musicians. Um, all of those, uh, they all... Not all of them, but many of those people have their own podcasts. So I highly recommend podcasts, especially ours, but I'm biased. Um, but if you do want to check that our podcast out, there are English tips there for you. Um, so that would be a good one to look at too. So yeah, like I said, finding the right broadcast to listen to while you're learning English really just depends on your interests. And TED Talks are great. And they'll and in addition to helping you learn English, they'll just help you get motivated. <laughs> because they're inspiring. Sajra Marcos, um, what about watching movies? Do you think it works? Yes. Um, Watching movies uh, works too in the same way as listening to broadcasts and podcasts because watching movies helps you expand your vocabulary. Um, but at the same time, when you're watching people using these words, um, th you're seeing them use those words in the tone and body language that... Um, is appropriate so it will help you give an idea of words that maybe you aren't familiar with or if they're using phrases that you're not sure um, you can you'll be able to see their uh, body language and that will give you a helpful idea of what kind of words they are um <laughs> so yeah movies are good for that movies help you um see words being used properly and help you learn new words uh, to add to your vocabulary which is really cool so I highly recommend watching movies tv shows listening to podcasts um, and also reading reading is very helpful too and beauty 30 yes that's correct always movies have both language verbal language and nonverbal. yes definitely thanks for confirming that um, also, M Beauty 30 said there's an application called Cambly 
it's good but before it was for free oh it's not free anymore and actually thank you because someone mentioned um cambly last week i think and i wasn't sure what that was um so that actually uh explains what i was wondering about um because i didn't know what it was um so I didn't know it was an app. <laughs> uh, so I just I saw a couple more questions here. I want to make sure I get to them before um, I move on in topics here. Oops. Um, the best online dictionary of Canada English English. Um, yeah, in Canada we use British spelling. Um, in like word terminology, so English English um, is what we use in Canada. Um, the United States English um, or U.S. English is a little different than Canadian English because they um, spell words differently, or sometimes they use different versions of words. So if you're looking for English in Canada specifically, um, we use. English, like British English, UK English, and we use the same spelling. And to those of you who have joined us recently in the last few minutes, um, I have been answering, um, I've just been answering uh, questions from people who have who are wondering um, different things about school-related topics. So, um, if you've just jumped on and you're wondering what this is all about, um, you can feel free to ask me advice about anything with your studies or uh, your online classes or anything like that. Um, we are here to help, and that's what I've been trying to do. Um, so Gabrielle Marvilla, if you don't, if I didn't speak English and I was, and I spoke another language, would I learn English? Uh, I think I would, um, because it's very commonly used, and I like to travel, and I know a lot of places. Um, English is a usually not always, but usually is an accepted alternate language so you can find what you're looking for um, in English if you don't speak that country's language not always and not a lot but sometimes it's enough to get by so I think I would learn English and then I could read the original I'm I really like books so I think I could read the original texts of books that were written in English because sometimes the translation doesn't always um, um, doesn't always do the same. And as to the second part of your question, if I could learn in what language would I learn now, uh, that is a good question. And I don't really know. I've thought about learning some different languages, but I don't know. I guess it would depend on if I was going somewhere. Um, usually if I travel somewhere, I try to learn a little bit about that a little bit of the a few of the common phrases and words in that country 
Um, so I guess it would depend if I'm going somewhere, but I'm not sure what language I would learn if I wanted to become fluent. Um, Please ignore my cold. I still have a cold for those of you who joined us last week. It, it's still just a cold. Um, the application has many native speakers from the SVK in Canada. With all the countries that speak English to, to communicate with us as foreigners to learn better. <laughs> That's excellent. So Ryan Aria is asking, what is the best way to learn speaking? Um, so, Mustafa kind of answered your question here too, um, best way to improve your speaking is speaking as loud as you can, but not like screaming, uh, don't scream, <laughs> um, that might just scare people, but yeah, speaking out loud, practicing your speaking out loud is really, really important, um, I think it's not necessary to travel. No, I just meant when I said that I would learn a new language based on if I was traveling. I just meant to learn so I could communicate when I was there. Um, that wouldn't necessarily make my decision about a new language in general. Um, that's just my opinion personally um, that I would like to learn if I'm going somewhere. I always try to learn a little bit of their language so that I can communicate with them respectfully. Um um, but yeah, back to the best ways to improve your speaking. Um, best ways to improve your English speaking are, like I said, um, speaking out loud. Um, speaking out loud gives you that practice because practice is very important. Um, is the best thing you can do because if you stop practicing, um, you are just going to forget everything that you've taught yourself. Um, so another way to improve your speaking is, like we talked about earlier in this session, um, listening to podcasts and broadcasts, watching movies and TV. Um, all of the things in English that you can listen to or watch and listen to will help you with the speaking part because you can hear how those speakers are saying the words or pronouncing the words um, and that will really help you um, make sure that you're speaking properly because pronunciation is important too. Um, another cool trick you can do uh, if you're learning new how to speak new words, um, you can go to Google, type in that word and then type in definition um, sometimes you don't even have to type in um, definition, but if you type that in Google, um, it'll come up. The first thing that come up, comes up will be the dictionary definition, and there's a little blue icon. Uh, if you click that blue icon, it'll say that word out loud and show you exactly how it's pronounced. So that's a feature I love of Google and dictionary because um, you can it'll just show you how to properly say all those words. And next time you use them in a conversation, you will always have the right um, the right way of saying it. 
and that's great because that avoids any of those um, little mistakes that a lot of people worry about because sometimes two two of the same word could mean two different things and if you use the wrong one either you'll just might confuse someone or it just might not have the effect or make the point that you wanted to make um, I'm beauty 30 do you know any Arabic words uh, unfortunately I don't know any Arabic words um, I wish I could share some with you but I don't uh, know any what language did you learn on your travel um, it's mostly just bits and pieces like how to say hi um, or asking where the bathroom is or just things you learn if you take public transportation um, in uh, different countries like saying Guten Tag in Germany or um, Allons-y in French um, but um, have you ever depend your thing in 61 have you ever been to India no I have not ever been to India but I would love to um, it's on my list could you nine five oh seven where have you been um I have been to so right now we, I'm in Canada I've been to every province in Canada and um, Egypt Turkey Germany France uh, Italy I'm looking at my map that I cross off when I go places um, some of the US uh, most of those places so uh, I think that's it I think I'm oh, in Cuba um, as Canadians go to Cuba a lot because uh, it's pretty close and um, easy to get there so uh, I'm looking up here so a lot of you are still um, I'm seeing a lot of questions about learning to speak and read English so I can give you um, some really good tips about that um, I'm just making sure So, I would like to visit the Arab Gulf too. I mean, I would like to visit where all of you guys live. Um, that would be really great. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you guys some more tips for learning English because it seems that a lot of you, that's what you're concerned about. I'm getting a lot of questions like how to speak or practice English um, might, or what I think someone said they were good at reading but not speaking or vice versa. Um, so I'm going to give you some more tips and I've given these same tips before but if you missed our previous live videos you probably missed them. Um, but like I said the first um, the first most important thing to do um, is this will also help you this last question here uh, learning to speak English fluently um, so like I said first thing I recommend is reading watching movies listening to podcasts um, listening to music anything you can read or listen to or watch in English will help you expand your vocabulary, show you how to use the words properly, um, 
give you the context for the words, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not going to expand on that because I did already um, talk about that before. But um, the next thing to do is if you're reading, um, while you are reading uh, your materials, whether it is nonfiction or fiction, what you can do um, is you can write down the new words uh, that you are learning and the sentences that they're used in. Because, and I always tell people to, to start a notebook um, just for this, where you can write down all of the new words that you're reading and about or seeing on TV um, and use this, write down the sentence they're in because you can practice that and get the context for those um, words over and over again. And the more you practice, um, the better it'll be. And practicing, while I'm on that topic too, um, Dupinder Singh 61 just said great tips on building confidence practicing will build your confidence better than a lot of other things because the more you say things properly the more you say them out loud the more you remember them the more confident you become and the more secure you are because you know that you're doing it right and you um, are just really narrow nailing it down um, Another cool trick to do uh, for learning English is if you can get an audio book and the e like an ebook or the actual book, um, listen to the audio book while you're reading the book, like the text, because the audio book will help you hear how those like I when I said before about um, reading new words and sentences and stuff like that. Um, the audio book. Will help you listen to it while you're looking at the words on the paper or on your screen which is important because one you can see you can hear the words being spoken and pronounced while you're seeing them so you can see what those words look like to make sure that you know um, the proper what the how to spell the word um, but that's kind of like a double trick uh, to really learn those new vocabulary words um, I also mentioned before too, uh, Googling the, de the di dictionary definitions and then clicking the blue icon to hear how they're pronounced. That's a cool trick um, to help you with your pronunciation. Um, and I did mention that earlier, so I won't talk about that for too long. But um, another thing I always tell people is ask questions. When you're talking to someone... Um, Maybe you're talking to a native English speaker um, or just someone fluent uh, and they're saying they're using a word in a specific way and you don't really know um, why they're doing that or what they're uh, using that word for. Ask them. I have a lot of friends who ha have come to Canada from other countries and learned English and they will stop me when I'm talking to them, um, they will stop me and ask me why I said something. Or, why did you say that? Or um, why did you use that word like that? And I'll explain it to them because when they get that explanation and um, ask that question and then they get that information, it helps to better understand why, use or wor why words are used the way they're 
used and the purpose of those words because sometimes a lot of us native speakers like to just throw a lot of slang or um, like casual words in that aren't exactly the way that things are written properly and that can be really confusing for um, people who are learning English. So, so my friends will just ask me and I'll t I'm happy to tell them because I don't think any English native English speaker is really going to be mad at you for asking them um, why you said that word like that. They just want to learn and we're fine with that. So don't be afraid to ask those questions. Um, another thing to do, you can, if you, a lot of people have uh, mentioned in the last few live sessions um, that you didn't have anybody, I'm actually getting to a couple of, came up 286, I'm actually getting to your question in this answer right now um, about a group for people who want to practice. Um, a lot of you guys have been telling me or saying in the last week or so that it's been really hard to learn English um, at home right now because maybe you're in isolation or um, you live with people who don't speak English and you can't practice with. Um, so we're working on a way to get you guys together to create a study group. Um, so keep it, your eye out for an announcement uh, from us about that because we're, we're going to make a community um, where you guys can find um, people to practice with on video chats and we're going to do, we're working on a new system for that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But anyway, um, another thing you can do um, aside from going on social media and finding people to talk to or to video chat with, um, another thing you can do on your own is do all of your daily tasks at home in English. So if you have a grocery list or, uh, have a chore list, um, things to clean, um, do it in English or try to do as much of it in English as you can. Even if you're the only person who's going to see it, it will help you practice writing those words out and using those terms um, and reading them and seeing them. You can say them out loud if you want to because saying, like I said before, saying things out loud is helpful too. Um, you can even try. I mean, this might be challenging, but it might not be might work only work for those of you who are at a more advanced level, but um, you can try switching your phone to English. That's only if you're comfortable, because that's that'll be pretty tricky. So that's when you're an advanced level. Um, like I said too, you can use the internet to find people who are also learning English. Um, the internet is a pretty vast place. I mentioned this a lot, but um, finding videos or finding people to connect with and video chat with, um, the internet's really good for that. There's a lot of groups, websites, um, even online classes or tutorials and stuff. Um, I know of some free, I know um, there are some free English courses uh, and tutorials online can't remember the website um I have to check but 
I did give that website to someone recently. Um, but yeah, but like Tesla just said, practice alone, speak aloud and alone if you don't have anyone to speak with. And I mean, that will give you, even if you're not sure if you're saying the words properly, um, because no one's talking to you to let you know, you're still practicing and practicing is the most important thing. And however you can practice, practice. So, um, yeah, use social media to connect with other people. That's good. Um, another thing you can do, um, I should mention this here too, that we, Homework Help Global, we offer, uh, English tutoring sessions. Thank you, Mustafa, for letting me know I have 15 minutes left. Thank you. Um, I always forget to look at the time, so that's helpful. <laughs> Um, yeah, so another thing is figure out, um, to figure out where your, your errors are, um, or where you're struggling, you can write a story or a paragraph and send it to someone, um, and they will correct it or edit it. We do that too here, like you can use our editing and proofreading services if you want, um. But uh, that will show you all the common areas. And if you're seeing a lot of the same things being circled, that'll tell you um, where you're having some trouble, where you should practice more. When, when it comes to writing, not necessarily speaking, but writing and reading. Um, and like I was saying before, um, I just realized I forgot to finish telling you, but um, we do have English tutoring sessions at Homework Help Global. Um, they are one-on-one -on -one online English sessions um you'd be talking to an english expert um uh, whether you want to have a lesson or have someone to practice with for an hour straight um if that is something that interests you uh send us a message or email um info at homeworkhelpglobal.com there's a link in our instagram bio that will give you all this information and it will take you to all of our content like our um YouTube page, The Homework Help Show, which has a lot of really great um, videos with tips to learn English. We have a whole uh, Grammar 101 series on there that will help you learn English grammar. Um, our Instagram page has a lot of videos and content. Um, our podcast I mentioned before, The Homework Help Show podcast, is um, that's a really great tool. Um, and you know, our blog is another good one too. Um, there's a lot of really good blogs on there that you can read that have um, some really good tips and information and step-by-step -step guides for papers and all that kind of stuff. Um, so definitely click the link in the bio and check that out. Check out all our content. Um, or send us, I mean, if you do have questions, like I said, you can send us a message at any time over Instagram or wherever, uh, and I can try to get back to you um, with as helpful an answer as I can, uh, and I'll make sure that we, um, it's our job to make sure that you guys get the information you really need and want. Um, and that's why we've been doing these live videos each day, uh, Monday to Friday, during this pandemic, because we want you guys to make sure or we want to make sure that you guys um, 
have the tools and resources you need because a lot of people are really stressed out right now. And a lot of people are very uncertain about what's going to happen and whether you're even going to have classes again um, this year. But we can do what we can. Oh, and I did forget to mention before. Uh, I usually mention this at the beginning, but I completely forgot. Um, we do have, we're offering 10% off all of our orders um, with, through homeworkhelpglobal.com um, for the rest of the month. Uh to using the discount code MAR10. Um, I'll put that in the Instagram story. I'll, I'll put the code up there for you. But um, that's just to give you guys a bit of help and relief. Um, if you're struggling to get your assignments done and you're having a hard time adjusting to online courses or anything like that, that should help um, if you need those services. And thank you. A lot of you are saying some really kind words um, about how our content is, these live videos are helpful for you guys. Um, and I really appreciate that. Um, uh, I, we always love hearing that we're, we can give help to people in any way we can. Um, it's really important to us. Our entire business is focused on helping students. So... Um, it's really nice to see those that feedback um, from you guys. Um, yeah, so like I said, there was a couple of people asking. I think a couple of you are new. Um, like I'm Beauty30. Um, you just mentioned that you were new too. Uh, I usually do them, um, these live videos. Here in Canada, it is noon when I start them and that's eastern time uh but I think that Mustafa mentioned um 7 p.m KSA he said that right there um I know someone I love, there's a quite a few of you from Brazil and I think you guys in Brazil are an hour ahead of us um so I think it's um I said yesterday um that uh it was Brendan Washington, I think, said yesterday you were from Brazil, and you said it was 1 p.m. when I usually start there, so. Some of you guys, it's morning. Some of you guys, it's evening, uh, which is so cool because that means that we are all coming together from all over the world. Um, so, that's really cool. I love that. Uh like I said, I'm so happy to hear you guys saying how our tips have helped you because um, that means that it's working and that's really great. Um, so I'm just going to make sure here. Uh, I think I have like eight minutes left. I usually get cut off, um, which is why you stop over there uh, reminding me of my time limit. Uh, I usually get cut off at an hour so... Um, if I don't get to your questions, you can ask them tomorrow or in a message. Uh, and I'm just scrolling up here because I saw some, um, uh, more questions. Um, I a lot of you guys are answering each other's questions too, and that's really cool because everyone's here to help and learn. Um, so I love it. Uh, so, um, 
yeah so Espena 0107 is asked was asking um english you're an english literature graduate but you still want to improve your vocabulary so if you're an english literature graduate you're obviously at before um you're obviously a bit above a beginner level um so i would say keep reading but um keep advancing so pick more complicated not more complicated but pick like um higher level books that have more like complex terms like a lot of class a lot of classic literature books um come at different levels so you have like someone like james joyce um who is notorious for using complicated words so if you want to give yourself a challenge and new learn new vocabulary words books like that are um a really good bet or even textbooks or nonfiction, but sometimes that can get boring um so do that at your own risk or if your own interest if you are interested in that but yeah i would say just pick more advanced um literature books especially classic literature um those are some vocabulary words that are used in those books that um don't get used that often in speech now which would give you some enrichment there. Uh, so, yeah, so see, everyone's posting the times um, where they are. So we, we use, um, obviously we use a different time here. Um, so, I'm looking. I saw some questions, and I just—they're a little buried here. Um, so you guys were being so helpful to each other, <laughs> which is awesome. Don't stop doing that. Um, Celebrating one. Could you tell us what disseminate means? Um, disseminate basically means. Um, to spread something out so like info if you have a lot of information if you have a news uh piece of information um and you need to get it out you need to disseminate it and spread it as wide as you can um so you're probably hearing that word a lot right now because of the coronavirus pandemic because the coronavirus is disseminating across the world and it's also a term that's sometimes used in medicine too because um, you could say that something, um, a sickness like a cancer is spreading, um, which should be disseminating. But um, when, with cancer, they use, mis, they use the word, um, mesta, how do you pronounce that word? Mestasize? Met, no, I can't remember how to pronounce it, but... Um, cancer is its own word but yeah so basically it means spreading information around in a vast um, way um, so some of you too I see here have mentioned IELTS preparation um, we I recommended this before too and uh, the person I recommended it to I don't know if you're here or not um, but, 
we did a webinar in September about the IELTS um, and um, there that video is on our YouTube channel uh, the homework help show so if you go to the homework help show on our YouTube channel um, there's a link in our bio there's a whole video on IELTS prep um, that will give you a ton of information um, so go check that out if you're asking if you're looking for specific IELTS information um, go to our YouTube page and check out that webinar it's um, it's about an hour long but it's very informative um, Salarang one I just explained what disseminate is um, I'm not sure if you sent that comment after or before but I hope I did answer that question for you um, so if you missed it uh, let me know I can do it again but I did answer that question um, five minutes left <laughs> we're in countdown uh, <laughs> thank you guys for staying on top of my time limits I think I only have like two minutes now um, but yeah so like I said uh, those I ELTS questions um, check out the YouTube page uh, is it always Dependor saying 61. Uh, is it always mandatory to use ES with third person singular? Some singers don't use ES with he or she. Um, do you mean like ES on the end of the word? Because um, that is usually a plural. Um, if you're talking about singers specifically, mandatory to use ES with third person singular. Some singers don't use ES. Yeah, so you mean that on the end um, of the word? Because usually ES is on the end of a word to make it a plural. Um, I think that sometimes, if you're talking about singers specifically, a lot of the time... Um, let me know what your Singers questions are if you have questions don't always or if you follow want advice about specific something. grammar rules because um, um, they need to make things Morocco. fit in their I songs. In Canada. And um, um, like MBeauty30 just said, um, yeah, so if you guys have questions than the academic or um, we use, I'm going to give you which some is tips true and stuff because, too, like I just said, they need to the make video, but it fit I in the song. And a lot of the times, to, to make that song work, um, they have so. they sacrifice grammar. If you're struggling with they don't really follow the rules because maybe um, writing an essay they need and, to make lyrics um, and they need to make music that sounds good let me know. and sometimes academic and proper language online, doesn't translate useful as very well to songs i think so um, um so that's why uh I, when reading, people ask like, what do you listen to i'm assuming you mean um, reading to learn english like study material i don't always recommend listening to songs because um, of that because reading the online don't always would be a really follow the helpful rules. thing because um, I mentioned this a few times before. It's helpful, but, but I wouldn't really just you listen to music, um, expand your um, vocabulary, if you're, if and you're your learning English, I would try to and, uh, give you do new a range of things to learn, especially so, like, podcasts and, and movies and books are, because um, songs alone, learning English um, don't always. So reading can really help rules. you with that, um, um, and they but don't it can always, help you. They'll go with whatever um, works with the lyric, and that might not necessarily mean that it's the right way it can help you um discover term. new topics so and just brush That's up on the ones why. and 
I mean, um, I would recommend using reading alongside your online classes. Um, if you're not taking any online so just classes before I get right cut now, off, like I said before, really we're doing these little videos. Keep your brain um, going. Monday to Friday, and you want to make sure that you're still exercising um, your are, brain uh, and your I usually concentration put a and your memory. Um, in our Instagram story, when the next one um, will be, but it's almost always the same time. Right now, it's um, not getting a lot I of practice as you would if you most were going of you guys to classes have every day. Been able to return, um, <clears throat> so it's really important that you don't. I'm lose seeing a lot that. of the same faces. Uh, every day, I mean, it's not like really don't use your brain for a couple months it's gonna just stop working but it's always really really important to just keep it keep everything circulating um and keep your brain just learning and keep studying and keep reading everything you can you if i don't get to your question um it could have got buried in the chat here um but if i don't make your question by the end of this session uh, you can send us a message with your question and I can answer it there or uh, you can jump in again on Monday. Um, so today's Friday. Uh, so we will be doing another video on Monday. So when it comes to your online classes in particular or just studying and being more productive, uh, learning things on your own, um, the best way, the, the most important way to stay organized is to give yourself a task calendar. Uh, you can use an agenda or a planner. Um, I find personally that it is more helpful to write them down instead of using your phone calendar or your um, like an app, like your notes or um, it's called your to-do lists on your phone. I find it's more effective for me. Um, it is more effective for a lot of people to um, write down your tasks and your calendar and so you can see it in front of you because sometimes we don't check our phone or we just wait until we get that notification but when you have it written down um it's a lot easier to follow so for example i have this beside me at all times and this is my um weekly tasks and i it's uh my to-do lists for each day so that lets me cross things off my to-do list and um, organize myself. And I think that's a really, really important way to stay organized, especially if you are all taking a lot of online courses right now, um, because that can get, when everything's just saved in the computer or in your um, whatever website you use, um, it can really get lost in there. Uh, and then the next thing you know, you're re remembering you have something due half an hour before it's due. And that just doesn't work. Um, another way to stay organized um, right now in the current situation of the world um, is give yourself, check off a bit of time each day to work on your assignments. Um, I know that's the last thing you want to do when you sign off from a zoom chat video lecture or however else you're doing your courses but um if you give yourself a bit of time each day just to go over everything you learned that day um just reflect on what you what you were taught in that class um this will help you keep your information organized um 
and just visualize everything you learned, which will help you when it comes to tests. And the same thing when you're writing papers, um, staying organized when you're writing papers. Um, you want to give yourself a bit of time each day to work on that paper. And it, you can even tell yourself, um, I'm going to write 10 words a day for the next two weeks. If you have a paper due in a couple weeks. Um, chances are, if you do something like that, you're going to end up writing more than 10 words at a time. And you might find that during one of those sessions, you'll end up writing half your paper because you'll just get on a on a streak and you'll get on a thought and you don't want to finish it. But if you are in the mindset that you're going to do a little bit each day, then that is so beneficial when it comes to actually um, finishing that paper and getting it done ahead of the due date, not 30 minutes before. And keep your study space clean and clutter-free because the more clutter you have laying around, the easier it is to get distracted. Um, the same thing goes, uh, the same thing about uh, keeping your study space clean also goes when if you got a mess around you and you have clutter everywhere, then if you stop and realize you need a pen or a highlighter or something like that and you can't find it, you're going to spend 20 minutes digging around looking for that thing because you are working at a desk full of clutter and that puts you right out of that comfort or right out of that study zone and it's not very helpful uh, to keep you on track so um, those are a couple ways to stay organized when you have online classes going back up because I got a bunch of questions while I was answering that question so I'm just going basically I'm going in order if you're waiting for your question to be answered I'm going in order of when um, when people asked me um, the questions, so I'm trying to go back and uh, how to be more focused. I was asking how to be more focused. Um, that so the first thing I always tell people when they're trying to learn how to be more focused is turn off distractions and some of you did say last time I said this some of you did say that you already do that which is awesome um, so turn your phone on airplane mode use one of those browser extensions um, that uh, cuts off blocks your temporarily blocks distractive websites um, Eliminate those distractions. If you have something on your desk that you always play with, take it away. Take away ever, all of your distractions because those are the biggest uh, reasons people lose focus. Uh, I also, to stay focused, this also ties into what I said before uh, about staying, keeping your desk and study space clean. Um, because, like I said, if you have to spend 20 minutes looking for something, um you're going to waste that time and you're going to not get in that focus zone. And the same is with if you have stuff um, cluttering in your desk. You're going to be distracted by that stuff too. I am trying to speak slower. I know a lot of you end up um, telling me to speak slower. Um, I'm trying to watch that. Um, 
So staying focused. Um, getting enough sleep is also very important. Um, if you don't get enough sleep, it is very hard for your brain to um, to stay on task and stay focused. Um, you need sleep to re-energize your brain and give it that rest and refreshment so that it can work at peak performance when you need it to. And that means focusing on your studies or what you're reading or learning in your online class. Um, those are the biggest ways, the biggest reasons, the biggest tips I have for staying focused because it's just, it's so important to give your brain the power it needs. Um, even if you try, a lot of people like to meditate um, to get their brain back on track and focus. Um, that's something that um, it doesn't work for everybody, but it does work for some people. Uh, I don't know what your lifestyle is like, but um, if that works for you, you can try that too. Um, stay hydrated also. If you're in a long study session or online class or if you are writing a long paper, keep drinking water because this being dehydrated is really bad for your focus and concentration and memory. Um, your brain needs to stay hydrated just like your body does. And when it is hydrated, it helps your circulation, helps your brain stay on track, um, and you will absorb and pay attention a lot better when you're hydrated. I've heard from some people too um, that uh, chewing gum helps you focus. I don't even really know how that works, but um, I have heard people say that chewing gum somehow helps them focus, maybe because they're mouth is doing the same thing over and over again or something like that but I've never tried that I'm just saying uh I've heard people say that um but I don't, I don't really know how it works but I mean if you're if you're really can't focus and you're willing to try anything is online education good for this situation yes I know a lot of you uh a lot of people are having a hard time adjusting to um, online studying, but it's still effective and it'll help you stay on top of your studies and um, your learning instead of just taking a big few months gap. Um, it will at least help you practice the topics and learn more and just keep your brain going. Like I said before, the best thing you can do right now is just keep keep your brain working. It's like exercising, um, but for your the muscle in your mind. Because when you exercise, if you just stop exercise, if you exercise every day for a year, your body's going to be so used to getting that physical activity that if you stop and you take three weeks off, you're going to end up behind you're going to end up you can't just go back to the gym after that and expect to be at the same level you were after a month-long break 
you need to like retrain, not retrain, but you need to ease back into things. And the same thing happens with your brain. Um, so you need to keep it practicing. Even if all you're doing is reading or uh, listening to podcasts or anything like that, that is still better than not doing anything. Um, so do yourself a favor and um, exercise your brain. Um, Varun Sharma 24, I just need to write ethical facts. Can you just tell me what we should cover in this? Um, that will depend on the type of ethics class you're taking because um, there's a lot of different types of ethics. So you have like business ethics, human rights ethics, um, all that kind of stuff. So that would really depend on um, what your specific class is asking or covering. Um, those of you asking, still asking about the books behind me, um, this is technically my living room. I just live in an apartment, so I don't, this is the best place for me, um, to be in public, in the public eye. Um, I, Amal Turek 7 asked if I read all the books. I have not read all of them. Um, sorry about that. I have read maybe, uh, six, 70% of them, 60 No, probably like 50%. Um, a lot of them are in the list of, okay, got to do this, got to do this. Um, I'm trying. My goal is to read them all. <laughs> and Saba2302 said, I seem to be in better health today than yesterday. Thank you. Uh, I feel better today. Um, I know a lot of you um, probably can hear my voice sounding weird. Uh, I have a cold not coronavirus i just have a cold um but it is making me a little nasally and for those of you who have been with us for the last two weeks or last week um you've heard me heard me talk about this um so thank you <laughs> thank you for noticing um luann diaz are you a teacher i'm not a teacher um i am an english expert writer um and community manager um, I'm a top academic writer uh, here at Colbert Help Global, and I have been an academic writer for five years now. Before that, I was in university, and I went to university and college um, here in Canada. So I think that actually answers a couple of the next questions um, who are asking what I do. Um, like I meant so it is your room not library no I when I said library I meant my goal one day is to have a library in my house this is just my living room it's not a, I never said it was a library I wish it was a library <laughs> um how could I determine the type of books that I should have um well it depends what you like don't read books for the sake of reading books if, you, if you're if you not interested in it, unless it's required for your class. Um, if you're looking for books that just to read, like fiction for fun, just read what interests you. And the same thing goes if you're reading um, to learn English. Read what is interesting to you because the last thing you want to do is be trying to read through this book, 
learning these new words and not caring at all about the story. Um, so, I mean, it depends on if you're not, if you're taking a course, obviously they tell you what books you need, but read, read whatever you love. It doesn't matter. Um, I hate, <laughs> I hate grammar. A lot of people hate grammar. Um, it is, uh, very tricky for some people, um, especially with languages like in English, there are a lot of weird grammar rules that don't always make sense. Uh, and they look weird and there are different ways people say them. And when people speak out loud, it's different than when you write them down. And it can just be very confusing. So I completely understand why um, people are having trouble with grammar. Um, and if you are, speaking of that, if you are learning English and you are struggling with grammar, um, go to our YouTube page, The Homework Help Show. There's a link in our Instagram bio. Um, go to our YouTube page. Uh, scroll down in the videos. There's a whole, I think it's a playlist uh, too, which will make it easier to find. But um, we have a whole series of English grammar videos, um, English grammar lessons for learning English. And um, we've got, been getting a lot of good feedback about them. Um, so if that's something you are struggling with, check out that YouTube page and uh, check out the grammar series. It would be super helpful. Um, Tacitinatus, do you speak Turkish? No, I don't speak any languages except English, unfortunately. Um, I, uh, we talked about this. I told this story last week or the week, uh, one of our last videos, but um, I did learn French once, but I didn't practice it, so I kind of forgot a lot of it. I for those asking where I'm from, I pinned a comment at the bottom here, um, so that answers that. Um, more you grasp grammar, you never. I'm at LOE one. The more you grasp grammar, you'll never get stuck in hard language situations, and that's true. Um, I mean. The more you know about grammar, the more you can properly use it, the more easier it'll be to communicate with people and to speak to people and read and write. Running water, sorry, I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee here so my nose isn't too nasally. So... <clears throat> Brendan Washington is asking, when should you use will or going to? So those are both future tense words. Um, when you say I will do something, um, th that, that it's the same tense as saying I am going to do this. But they, they, can, use, they can be used in different uh, context. So if you're going to say, I'm going to the store or I'm going to go to the store, that's just where English grammar can get very tricky because essentially um, those two mean the same thing, 
saying I will go to the store or I'm going to go to the store is the same context, but um, using them, they're interchangeable. So using them um, basically depends on the context of what you're saying. So um, if you say I will go to the store, it's a little more formal, um, a little more proper, whereas I'm going to go to the store sounds more casual um, in your, like it's more conversational. Um, so it would be a better choice if you're in a casual conversation or you're writing a piece, maybe a story or something, um, something like that. Okay, I'm not going to keep answering questions about me coughing because it is just a cold. Um, I'm aware I have a cold. It is not Corona. Um, welcome to a lot of the people who have joined um, recently um, through this live stream. Um, thanks for joining us. Cheers. I can't see YouTube link in your bio. Uh, the link in our bio is a link to our, a page on our website that has like a bunch of other different links um, to all the things we do. And the YouTube link is on that page. So click that link and then click YouTube. I'm just scrolling back up uh here uh because i missed a bunch of questions uh when i was answering those um i got back down to the bottom um okay i found my spot again so uh set78910 how to be mindful i think that um since everyone learns differently and acts differently it's important to just think about other people and think about the actions that you're taking, not even about other people, but being mindful about the impact that you're going to have when you do everything. And I think that looks different for everyone because some people will um, meditate or um, take a break like that while other people will um, try to make conscious decisions or they'll practice critical thinking. Um, I'm not an expert in mindfulness, but I do think it looks different for everyone. Um, so just be open um, when you're learning and studying. Be open to the materials that you are uh, processing. Use some of those focus tips that I mentioned earlier. Stay hydrated and keep your brain on track. And be open to be open to learning new things. Um, don't approach your studies w with being annoyed. It's like, oh, I have to do this again, or I hate studying this. Don't use that attitude. Have a positive attitude. Um, think of it more like, I'm going to learn this today, or I'm going to learn something new today, and be excited about it. Because um, the more positive you are. Um, the more your mind will be open to learning new things, no matter what you're learning. Um, okay, so 
Um, okay, so Nuresh Pagula 6, how to improve your vocabulary. Um, so I mentioned before and yesterday, um, reading as much as you can because that helps you learn new words and see them written out. And um, you can, uh, stop it, sorry, my phone's not cooperating. Um, you can see those words written out. You can see the context they are used. Um, so that helps you expand your vocabulary because you can see all these words and how they're spelled. Um, watch movies and TV shows and listen to podcasts. Movies and TV shows are good because you can see the body language and tone um, that people are using to um, communicate. So you can see if someone's using negative body language, that word is probably a negative word um, or has negative connotations and that will help you learn how to use those words in context um, those are the best ways to learn vocabulary honestly because especially with reading there are so many different ways to write and so many stories out there that even if you read the news or blogs or um, listen to TED talks or anything uh, where people are speaking in English um, that is the best way because people will just use there are so many contexts um, to uh, to these new words sorry my phone's going off here um, <laughs> so I'm just scrolling back up here um, hi Ken <laughs> Uh, just scrolling back up here because I missed some questions. I missed quite a few questions, so uh, I'm just scrolling back up here. I should just leave it up here, but um, oh, Joe, better. You know, I'm working at home with a six-month baby. That is very hard. Um, I wish you good luck with that because that is not easy. I know a lot of people right now are really struggling to find a balance uh, with either working at home or doing online courses with their kids at home. It is not easy. Um, so I really commend you for that because just keep going because you, you have to do what you have to do right now. Um, and that's what you're doing. Oh, so Saba2302 asks, what field I studied? Uh, I did a double major in journalism and history, and then um, I also did kind of a minor in English, and then I did college uh, for social media marketing. Um, so that's a bit of a blend there, which is why there's so many books here. Um, so Saab Hussein, 15, I want to admission Toronto, how possible? Um, I mean, that's tricky right now because, um, the students are not, or the schools aren't, oh, do you mean for, you, I miss, I just assumed you meant for school, um, when you said admission to Toronto, um, 
I assumed you meant for school. It's a little tricky right now because um, the borders are closed and um, they're not, not, everything's basically on hold. Um, so I think that's something you have to check back in once um, the virus pandemic is over because they don't think they're accepting any admissions right now. Um, so the staff, they want you to learn a lot of the languages so that can understand you all. I know a lot of you guys are um, suggesting I learn all these languages. I don't know what I don't know how much time you think I have, but um, I wish I could speak every language, but um, <laughs> I can't. It's Pink Cat. How can we feel more efficient at home um, to improve your productivity at home? Um, I mean, when it comes to your studies, a few of the things I said before when I was answering about uh, how to stay organized, um, those tips can help you be more efficient and productive too. Um, like when you're taking your online courses and or working from home, um, do all your work or studies in one designated space. Um, this could be a space where you are the least distracted or um, the most comfortable and try not to make it your bed. Um, I know a lot of people like to study and uh, write their papers in their bed, but that can backfire because your brain associates your bed with sleeping or eating snacks and watching Netflix. And that's not always a good thing for your productivity because your brain will be in rest mode instead of learn mode. So try to make it, I mean, it depends right now with everyone being in social or um, self-isolation. Um, it's hard to find a space that's your own space, especially if you're living with your family. Um, but try to find a spot maybe that's a little more quiet if you have a basement or um, if you live in an apartment, if there's like a room, a part of the living room or something, and you might have to get creative with that, um, depending on where you live. But, uh, another thing too is to stay productive with that is treat your online classes the same way you treat your regular in-class classes. Because the minute you start letting yourself slip up because uh, it's an online class, I can, I'm can i at home, I can wear pajama pants on the bottom and no one will know, um, which is fine. But when you start letting yourself slack because, you're take, because everything's online, um, it's really hard to come back from that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, wear your pajama pants, but act like you're in a regular in-class class and you'll be more inclined to do the work uh, to take your assignments seriously and to focus on your studies and take notes I know this seems weird because uh, you a lot of the times you you can get your lectures in a PDF or a um, they post the PowerPoints, but take notes while you're in an online class because this helps work that part of your brain with your coordination. Um, taking notes and writing them down while you're listening to them is an effective way to use different parts of your brain 
to absorb that information. Dupinder saying 61. Are there one-on-one -on -one speaking classes for speaking? Because I go empty mining while talking to someone else. Um, yeah, there are tons of classes out there. I mean, at Homework Help Global, we have online English tutoring sessions. Um, so, I mean, you can send us an email. Uh, the link in our bio that I just said had all the other links in it. Um, that's our. There's contact information there. Or you can email us at info at homeworkhelpglobal.com. Um, we have tutoring sessions right here. They can help you practice speaking. Um, but I, you could also look. Uh, I know there's a website. Uh, I forget what it is. But there's a website out there that has a bunch of stuff like that. Um, our YouTube page that I mentioned before also has helpful videos on speaking tips for speaking better and um you can check that out too uh so our youtube channel again is the homework help show uh you can um use the link in our bio to uh find it or you can go to youtube and search that and on that link there's also uh the link that's in our bio there's also a link to our podcast um, which has helpful tips for this too. And our blog is a good resource um, for all of this stuff too. Um, Moxie Abraham, speaking with a native can improve your language better than reading. Yeah, cause, because the thing, the difference when you talk to a native English speaker compared to when you just read, um, that person you're talking to will be able to tell you if you're pronouncing that word properly or if you're using it in the right context because um, when you're reading, you don't always know. Like if you're saying it out loud, there's no one there to tell you that you're not using it right. But um, right now, because things are so limited right now, any practice you can get is helpful. If you can speak to a native speaker on video chat, that's awesome. Uh, if you can't find anyone, then you can use the reading and listening to TV shows and movies. Um, but yes, talking to a native English speaker will help you identify where you are struggling or if you're even using those words properly. So, um, Brendan Washington, can you talk about some now words that you use in Canada as a native? Um, and it's hard to think of that because as a native speaker, it's hard for me to know which words um, that aren't familiar to you guys. Um, you'd have to give me like a context to talk about and then I could tell you some of those words. Um, or new words, how <laughs> you corrected yourself later, Brendan. Um, yeah, I don't, new words. Um, it's hard to tell the words that would be new um, for non-native speaker. Dupinder Singh, 61. Have ginger boiled in water along with honey. Stim for your cold Indian remedy. Oh, maybe I'll try that. I don't have any honey right now, but 
Um, maybe the next time I go to the grocery store. Um, actually, I don't think I have ginger either. <laughs> but next time I go to the grocery store, I will think about that and maybe buy some ginger and honey. Um, I'm not supposed to be eating sugar, so um, I uh, I don't really can't really eat honey, but probably like a spoonful is probably fine. Uh, Ryan Aria is reading English good for speaking or not? I know everything in English, but can't speak it very well. Yeah, I mean, a trick that I mentioned yesterday. Because reading, um, reading English gives you those new words, but it doesn't exactly give you the help you need to learn how to actually say those words. Um, so I know what you're talking, I know what you mean, um, Ryan. Um, it doesn't tell you if you're saying it right or um, if you're using it right at all. A trick I mentioned yesterday to help with this is um, if you can, if you can get, if you're reading an ebook um, in English, see if you can find the audiobook and listen to the audiobook while you read along with the text because this way you are reading the word, which is helping you un like learn that word specifically and add that word to your vocabulary. But now you're listening to someone saying that word while you're reading it. And I think that that's, can be a really helpful trick um, so that you can still read your English materials and listen to them at the same time. And I know that uh, the audiobook isn't always available, but if you can uh, find it, that's a really cool trick that um, you can use. Another thing too is that um, when it comes to when it comes to speaking, um, practice is the best way to learn. Just keep practicing. It's hard to do that by yourself, um, especially like I said before, when you're talking to a native speaker who can identify where you're having a problem. That's a big difference than just saying it out loud and assuming you're saying it properly. Um, but if you're reading, if you don't have anyone to talk to, if you're reading, um, if you can't find the audiobook to go with the text, um, if you're reading and you come across a new word, you can Google it. Um, sometimes you have to put the word definition after, but um, you can Google it. And Google will pull up the dictionary definition and there'll be a little blue button, a little blue, um, like it looks like the microphone or the mute button. Um, click that and it'll say that word out loud and it'll show you how to pronounce it, which will help you practice the right way. Um, so hopefully that helps you answer your question there. Um, okay, so Alzerani17 asked, can reading help with my English? So I did, I hope that the question I just answered also answers that question because I think that's kind of the same thing um, as the question I was just answering. So I hope that it helped you too. 
Um, obviously, I'm behind uh, um, on the list of questions here. Uh, cheers. You can tell some stories if you want. It would be good listening practice. Um, unfortunately, we don't have time for that because um, in case a lot of you didn't notice, sometimes I ramble um, and that would just take up all of our time. And I do want to uh, be here to answer questions. Um, but yeah, you if go to our YouTube page. Um, they are, um, there's a lot of videos on there that will give you some good learning practice. Um, so, Merksta99, what do you think if I translate from English to my native language during my reading? Uh, it depends. Um, are you trying to learn English? Um, are you trying to read the material to help you speak English better? Um, because in that case, I would say that translating it would kind of um, defeat the purpose of learning English. But if you're doing those readings um, as part of a course or uh, studying, um, and that would help you understand it better, then I would say do that. Um, so it just depends on what you're reading and why. Um, but if that's what it takes, if, if translating it back to your native language is what it takes to help you make those connections, then you then do that. Uh, but keeping everything in English helps you with the practice, um, practicing reading and even speaking. Pinder saying 61, what helps more in building confidence, listening or reading? I think both. Um, I think the more practice that you have with English, the more confidence you're going to get. And practice comes from a lot of different things. Practice is saying everything out loud or reading or listening. I think that listening um, is particularly effective at building confidence because listening um, helps show you how those words are pronounced. Um, if you're reading, you don't really know unless you stop and Google it or um, look it up further or anything like that. Um, reading doesn't always give you an idea of how a word is pronounced, especially since sometimes in English there are little weird tricks um, and like rules that c can really confuse you. So um, I would say listening, if I had to pick between listening and reading to help build confidence, I would say listening, but I would say both um, are the best. Um, Ryan Aria, how can I improve my listening fast? Um, Mustafa helped you out there too. Watching movies can help you a lot. Um, yeah, listen and watch as many things as possible. Listen to podcasts. Listen to TED Talks because um, TED Talks, people speak slower. Um, so it's easier to understand because uh, they're trying to be motivational 
and helpful and inspire you and a lot of the times that means speaking really slowly and emphasizing their point so that can be helpful um but yeah watch movies um watch tv shows podcasts listen to what listen to the radio if you want um listen to the radio broadcasts whatever you whatever you want um that will help uh, WAG3Y have you ever read the novel Emma it's actually on the shelf behind me um but I haven't read it yet honest <laughs> dear let us let's show us how to speak Russian <laughs> I cannot help you with that unfortunately um <laughs> But like I said, if I could learn every language, I would. <laughs> Russian language is backward. Um, and John T. Person. What is coronavirus update in your locality? Right here. Um, so our company in Toronto. Um, I can't remember how many cases we were up to. I'm not sure. I haven't checked this morning yet. Um, it's new. It's just about. I started this video at noon, uh, our time, so I haven't checked our daily update. But um, I know Canada wide, we have about three thousand cases. Um, we're still pretty. We're not in the top ten, um, which is good because that means that everyone is following the rules and staying home. Um, Hopefully it doesn't get a lot worse, but you never know. Um, but yeah, right now, I think it's 3,000 in Canada. And then Toronto, no. Toronto's like 300. I have to double check that. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Depender saying 61. Are there some academic courses in Canada for having a job in rehabilitation sector and to uplift poor people? Yeah, um, there's a lot of programs here in Canada, um, like social work and um, therapeutical workers, um, programs that are dedicated to teaching people how to help outreach to the poor or um, the unfortunate Um there are a lot of programs here that help that teach that I think social work is a big one and um, like the humanity or not the humanity human outreach um, but yeah there are a lot for those of you who don't know who I am um, my name is Leslie uh, and I am a top writer and the community manager here at Homework Help Global, and um, I've been with the company here for about five years, um, doing different things, starting as a writer, um, and then adding more to the role. Um, basically, what we've been doing, we are here in Toronto, Canada, um, as I, I think I mentioned that already, but um, what we've been doing is we have been going live um, Monday to Friday to talk to you guys, um, see how you guys are doing, 
answer any questions you guys have um, about maybe your online courses or um, your student life or uh, your studies at home or anything like that. Um, we are we want we basically our goal is to make sure you guys know that we're still here uh, and we're here for you guys. Um, students are our biggest uh, focus and our focus is giving you guys all the resources and information you need um, during your studies either now or um, in the future when things get back to normal. Uh, there's a couple days left of the month um, that you can still take advantage of our 10% off discount as well. Um, that's 10% off all of our services on our website. Um, and that you just use the discount code MAR10 um, and that will get you 10% off. You can use it as many times as you want. Um, so if you're struggling in your online courses, um, you can use our help. Hi from Brazil. Um, hi from Canada. Uh, so anyway, that's basically um, what we've been doing. Um, we've been going live uh, so you guys can ask us questions if you need help. Um, I know sometimes when you're at home, uh, you're in isolation or um, even quarantine um, and you're taking online classes, uh, it can be kind of hard to get the answers you need um, if you're writing papers or studying um, or anything like that. Uh, so we can try to help you with that. Um, so let me know if you have questions, um, and I will give you answers. If there's anything that you maybe want tips about, um, like tips to help you study or anything like that, um, let me know and I can talk about that. Um, stuff as a top writer, do you have any book? Do you mean, are you asking if I've written a book or if I have a book to recommend? Safar Del Rose. Also, I'm sorry if I pronounce your uh, username is wrong, guys. Um, so, Muzafar Adel Rose, how to improve my writing? I have been struggling with idea creating since I started IELTS preparation. Um, so, yeah, I can give you some advice to help you um, with your writing. Uh, for IELTS specifically, um, we have a YouTube channel called The Homework Help Show. There's a video there that we did. Uh, it's a webinar that we did all about the IELTS. And um, there's some really good information in there if you're looking for IELTS help specifically. Um, so I would check that out. There's a link in our Instagram bio um, that'll take you to a page that has all the links to all of our, like our podcast and YouTube channel and stuff like that. But um, that webinar, or you can go to YouTube and type in the homework help show. Um, but I would go there and check out that webinar and um, see if um, you can get some good stuff from that. As far as tips for your writing, um, 
I, I have a lot of writing tips. Um, I'll try to give a, a few of my favorite go-to writing tips. Um, first, first thing, before you start writing, um, make sure you, when you're doing like a long writing session, make sure you stay hydrated and give yourself breaks uh, to keep your brain going. Um, so one thing is, when you're writing, um, when you're going through your sources, make you can try to record your information in a spreadsheet um, so that later on when you go to put all your sources in your paper, um, they will be right there and you can just copy them in. But as for the writing itself, that just makes it easier to write your papers. But um, that's more about sources. But for the writing itself, um, give yourself time, first of all. Give, don't rush anything and just give yourself time to write the paper. Start with an outline. Um, every good paper should have an outline and that's where you should start because the outline is a guideline for your paper. It, it lets you know exactly what you need to know, what you should write about, and where everything is going to go because the format of your paper is very important and the flow is very important. Um, structurally and your outline helps you stay on track when you're writing and it helps you cut down on time when you're trying to sift through sources looking for what information you need your outline will let you know what exactly what to look for and it'll let you know what you can organize your arguments that way um, so I I always make an outline and you should always make an outline before you start your paper it's basically like like a road map almost um, so don't skip that part and work on your grammar um, I know it's hard if you're learning a new language to write like if you're learning English and you're writing a paper in English it can be really hard to um, get all the grammar right but it, that is a very important part of your paper uh, because if you don't use the proper grammar, your sentences either won't make sense or they might give your reader the wrong impression and it can take away from the overall impact of your paper uh, because ultimately you want your paper to be impactful and leave an impression on your reader. Um, so that's those are a couple tips before you start too. Um, use a transition sentence in every at the end of every paragraph. This helps you tie in um, between two paragraphs. So if you each obviously you already know that each body paragraph should be one argument, um, but you need to make sure that they go they um, lead into one another effectively, and that's where a transition sentence comes in. Um, and another important part is your thesis statement. You need to make sure your thesis statement is narrow, not too general, and arguable. And the thesis statement is a very, very um, hard part of writing an essay, and a lot of people struggle with this because it's very hard. If you're given a general topic, it's very hard to actually narrow that down to make a thesis statement. 
we wrote we wrote a whole argument about this i mean argument we wrote a whole blog about this actually about narrowing down a thesis statement it's on our uh homework help global website um in our bio at the link in our bio um if you want more information about your thesis statement you can click that um and um there's a whole blog about it um so another thing is to stay in active voice as much as you can. Um, passive voice is usually um, a little stiff and overly formal, I guess. I know it's an academic essay, but active voice just makes your paper flow better and it's easier to read. And it's just more engaging for people who are reading it. Um, so unless you have to use passive voice... Like, I know some science papers um, require passive voice, but try to use active voice as much as possible. And avoid stuffing your paper with filler words, like really or very, like, for example, doing something very well, or um, you really need this or this, this or that. Um, try to avoid using those words because they don't really add any value and they kind of take away from the credibility of your sentence because they just kind of I know a lot of people use them because they want to meet the word count so they stuff in words like that everywhere uh, but don't do that your professors know when you're trying to stuff words for the word count um, they can see that and um, they uh, it's not going to help you so don't do that um, and then make sure you proofread and edit your paper. If you can, get someone else to um, proofread it for you. You can use our or you can use our essay editing services um, if you want that. But or if you want to use a professional company, but if not, send it to a friend. Get them to look over it. Um, say your paper out loud, like read it out loud, because sometimes something looks like it makes sense when it's written, but it doesn't flow very well if you start to read it out loud. You can also try to take little chunks, like your little paragraphs, and you can put them in Google Translate, because Google Translate will help. There's a function that it has, so you can read it out loud. Um, because if you hear when you hear someone else reading your paper out loud, it can help you give a new perspective on it, and um, you'll hear areas where you could improve. Um, so those are a couple tips. Um, I do have plenty more, but I saw some more questions, and I don't want to miss those. So those are some good essay writing tips. Um, we post a lot of um, essay tips. Especially on our Twitter page. Um, so if you want more of those in the future, um, either let me know and I can do, I can start with more tomorrow too, or um, you can check out that Twitter page. Marwa Dello, what's your opinion about online classes? Um, I personally enjoy online classes, but um, I know that they are hard to adjust to. 
Um, for a lot of you uh, right now, you're getting a bit of a shock because a lot of you have never done an online class before or um, you need to adjust to the online learning environment. Um, and it's not for everybody. Um, but right now, um, right now it's pretty much the only option that a lot of us have. And I think that even if you're struggling a bit, taking an online course is better than just not taking any classes at all right now. And with a lot of schools being closed, um, it's really, it's just a way for, pe for uh, schools and students to adapt digitally um, when there's a major pandemic going on and it's just better than, uh, better than nothing. And I'm, like I said, I like the online classes because personally, I don't have to go anywhere. Um, I, when I was in university, I did some online classes and I really liked them, but I can see why some people don't because you need to be very focused. Um, so long story short, my opinion of online courses is that they are good, generally good, but um, they're not for everyone. And I understand why people wouldn't want to use them. Uh, okay. Just going through these questions here. Um, I lost. Um, so SPENA0107 suggests some best ebooks to improve. Um, off the top of my head, I don't really know any. Um, I can try to find some and come back to you about that, but um, I can look. Let me look, and I will see if I can find some that I could recommend. But um, I don't know any off the top of my head, um, so I don't really read them. But okay, so here are a few questions. Uh, a couple people here. Um, Tim is 2121, um, Ronit Tingra, um, a couple others of you, um, are asking me about learning English. So, I have, I get this question a lot, uh, because a lot of our, um, audience is from, um, well, from not from Canada. Um, so, um, yeah, so we get asked a lot about for tips for learning English and a lot of you are act, asking about that. So I will share, um, those of you who tuned in, uh, last week will probably have heard some of these before, um, because these are my top go-to tips. Um, so I'm sorry if that's repetitive for you guys, but, um, here are my top English tips. Read as much as you can. Write down what you're reading. Um, if Not what you're reading, but write down new words you discover when you're reading and write down the sentences that they're used in because um, this will help you learn the context of that word. You can go to Google, type in the word, and then... Um, type in, sometimes you might have to type definition after, but um, sometimes you don't. But when you go to Google and you type that word in, um, 
the dictionary definition comes up in the Google results and you can click the little blue speaker icon and it will read that word out loud through Google and that will give you an idea of how that word is pronounced so you can actually start practicing that word um, if you want to use a new vocabulary word. So reading really helps for that. You can learn new words. Um, you can improve your vocabulary. Uh, you can um, just see how words are used in context. Um, and that's really helpful. And then movies and TV shows and podcasts, radio, news stories, broadcasts, TED Talks. Watching and listening to all of that stuff is important too. Especially right now, because normally I say practice um, talking to others, but um, it's kind of hard to do that right now because we're all either quarantined or on lockdown or in recommended isolation, and uh, you can't really get together with people in person to, t to practice. So um, you can video chat with people. That's definitely a great option, but... Um, if that option's not there for you, then reading, listening, watching, um, those are all important ways to keep up with English. Mustafa's adding here that daily newspaper and magazines also help, um, and that's true. Um, so if you have ma newspaper and magazines, um, you can read those too. You, you can read pretty much anything, um, anything in English. So. I mean, if you want to read your textbooks or your course readings, go for it. If you're not interested in that, I, I don't blame you, but uh, you can read fiction or nonfiction. Um, you can read books like classic literature books or new mystery novels, whatever you want to do. Um, Ebooks, if you go, um, if you have like a Kindle or um, whatever the big e-readers are. As you can see behind me, I like physical print books, um, so I don't know as much about ebooks, but there are plenty out there. You can read those too, it doesn't matter. Even read blogs. Blogs, just be careful because um, people will often, because they're not like edited or um, reviewed or anything, blogs. Um, don't always follow the right grammar rules and they're not always written very well um, and the same thing about songs like TP just mentioned movies and songs songs are good um, to listen to to learn the words but they're they don't always follow proper grammar or they change words to fit into the songs so be careful don't avoid music but just be careful um, because it's not always the right context for those words. Um, people take a lot of liberties when they make music and write blogs. Um, so that's uh, go forward with caution, basically. Um, and then you can also, too, if you're, if you're at home and you don't have anyone at home with you who speaks English... Um, Try to do a lot of your daily tasks in English on your own. Read them out loud. Saying things out loud helps you practice. Even if you're not talking to anybody, 
just reading things out loud helps you memorize too. Um, there was a study um, that I saw a while ago, and it was, I guess, I think it was, you remember 50% more if you say the material out loud while you're studying it. So, uh, say it out loud, even not just for practice, but for the memorization part, um, that's helpful too. So try to do your daily tasks like that. Even if you're just making a grocery list, try to do it and challenge yourself and do it in English and to see if you can, um, see if you can do the whole thing. Or if you're making like a chore list or a, like your daily, um, schedule, make that all in English and, um, see if you can do it. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, we have at Homework Help Global, we offer English tutoring sessions online. So you can get set up and organized with um, an English tutor or an English expert. And usually it's a native speaker because um, a lot of us are in Canada. Our whole company is headquartered in Toronto, Canada. So we most of us speak English. Um, We have online tutoring sessions available, and um, you can email us. There's a link in the bio with uh, a bunch of links on our website. Um, you can email us if you want to use that. That will help you if you can't find someone to have a conversation with um, or a video chat. Um, we do have experts who can help you. Um, even if you don't need a lesson, even if you just need that one hour of um a one-on-one -on -one conversation that's where you go to get that set up um so yeah email us if you want if you're interested in that um and try to like i mean it's can be tricky to find people to practice with uh but um You have to do what you can right now. Um, with the COVID-19 virus, everyone's kind of stuck at home. But um, you can try. Um, you, I, mean, I always recommend this too. And then everyone asks me um, how to do it. But uh, you can find people on social media. Um, although a lot of... A lot of the times when I recommend that, uh, people say they can't find anyone. So, I mean, I guess it's just worth a shot, but depends on your network, I guess. Um, basically. I'm just scrolling up to, uh, I saw some more questions. I know some of you are helping each other out too, answering these questions before I can get to them. So that's also great. That's very helpful because then I can spend more time on other questions um, and we can make sure together that everyone gets the answers they're looking for. So it's really a team effort and that's really cool um, and you guys are making my life easier. So that's great. Um, so let me scroll back up here. I'm trying to make sure no question gets left behind. Um, if I do miss your question, I'm not purposely trying to ignore you. It may have just gotten lost in this chat. 
Um, but if you do have a question that you really need an answer to, send us a message. Um, and you can DM us, email us, message us on other social media, and I can try to get your questions um, when I can. And um, as the community manager, um, usually it's me that answers the messages, so you'd be still be talking to me. Um, so feel free to do that if I miss your question, or you can join us again tomorrow. Um, I do this Monday to Friday. At the same time every day so you guys know when we're coming on. Um, it is noon here when I start. I think it's 1 p.m. in Brazil, 7 p.m. in um, in I 7 p.m. in Iran, I think you guys said. Um, or Turkey. I know it's evening for those of you across the ocean, so um, I think Turkey is where it was 7 p.m. and I'm not sure how the how close you guys are together. I'm just looking at my map. I have a map behind my desk. It looks like you guys may be in the same time zone. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so those that's when you can ask your questions. <laughs> I'm um, just looking at more questions here. Speaking of that. Um, Himalaya98, I'm a freelancer and I want to make a great project for students to provide academic writings. What is your recommendation for me? Um, so are you looking for recommendations like for... Um, things to recommend to people or what you should write to people. Uh, so if you're looking for things to recommend, I would do some deep searching on the internet. Um, you can do that regardless of what your answer is to that question because then you'll know what people are looking for. Um, a lot of people here have been asking for ebooks, so that's something, or blogs. We have a blog on our website that we do a lot of stuff like that. Um, we put a lot of resources on our blog on our website um, so that's another really good place that you guys can check out is our blog um, the link is in our bio on in our on our Instagram profile um, so that's a really good place to, to start that um, and yes okay so some people just confirmed that is 730 in Turkey right now um, so yeah I start these videos each day and Brendan Washington. Hi, Brendan. He's from Brazil. He's the one that told me Brazil was an hour ahead of, of Canada last week. Um, so thanks for joining again. Um, so yeah. 7 p.m. in Turkey. 1 p.m. in Brazil. Noon here in Toronto. Um, that's what time I do these videos. Monday to Friday. But not on just Monday to Friday. Um, we all need to take a break on the weekends and just relax, so you guys should do that too if you can. Um, I am scrolling through comments here, that's why I'm mumbling. Um, trying to get to there. Doo -doo. So, 
Uh, yeah, so some of you are still asking for um, um, or wait, that was before I answered that question actually so hopefully when I gave some of those English tips that was helping you guys who also asked how to learn English um, do you have tips oops Do you have tips for someone who wants to become a translator? I think Musafa actually um, had an answer for you if you, he already got to your question for me. Um, to be a translator, you have to, Musafa says, to be a translator, you have to be pro in the two languages that you choose and the topics. Um, that require, to be a translator, um, practice would be the biggest thing, I think. Um, to becoming fluent in any language, to be fluent in any language, you need to practice no matter what. Practice always. Keep it, keep everything fresh in your mind and get as much practice. That's why a lot of people here are looking for uh, people to have conversations with in English because um, they're trying to practice and that's why... Um, I'm telling people to have video chats and look for like uh, conversation partners because practice is so important. And that's also to um, Marwa underscore Dalo. What is your the first step to learn a new language? Um, that's what I would say is the first step. Well, I guess the first step would first be um, determining the language you're learning, what you're gonna learn, why you. Um, want to learn it so a lot of people for example um, they will learn English to come and study here in Canada or in the United States um, so they have to take the IELTS um, English language test I would research that too if you're deciding to start a new language research um, start with the basics first of all and then research um, any tests and things you'll need if you are trying to come to another country. Um, and then Mustafa added on to onto that for you. Um, start, he said to start with pronunciation of letters, then you have to memorize basic grammar and vocabulary. So that's a good order to, to learn um, once you start learning and practicing those words. Um, so Gada Camellia I like writing but my problem is always have to do transitions from one paragraph to another and that is tricky um, you have to find a way to make sure one topic leads into another and I mean there's not always a clear answer on how to do that um, it really depends on what you're talking about and it's really hard um you just have to find a way to make a connection where one topic relates to the other like how does this how does the argument you're making in one body paragraph how does that connect into the next and obviously there are some connections if they're all going in a paper together even if you kind of have to push it a little bit um usually you can find some kind of way to find something that relates 
into that. Um, okay, so that's that question. Um, okay, so Dupinder Singh 61 is asking me to shed some light on winning over procrastination during quarantine and being more productive. And that's an excellent question because so many people are struggling with that right now. And that is the biggest reason that a lot of people don't like English or online courses because they don't, um, they have a hard time staying productive without teachers looking over them or um, without a real structure. Uh, so I'm going to share now I'm going to share you I messed that sentence up I'm now going to share with you some tips to help you stay productive um, while you're at home in quarantine or taking online courses um, so here you go give yourself a study space because environment is important when you're learning and when you're trying to get your work done. And just before I keep going, uh, all of these tips apply to your online courses and just getting work done at home. Um, so not not even if you're not taking online courses, um, some people are working from home right now. Some people are just trying to study at home and do readings. Um, so these tips can apply to all of that, um, not just online courses. But I know a lot of you um, are still students, so. Okay, so give yourself a study space or workspace um, because, like I just said, environment is very important for learning and for um, getting your brain into work focus mode. Um, that's a big struggle for people especially at home because when you're at home all you want to do is you know play with your pets or go and play video games or um do whatever you like to do at home um designate a specific spot that spot will be your work spot when you go to that spot you will be in work mode keep that spot organized don't leave clutter laying around clutter causes distraction whether it's you're looking at toys on your desk or you're looking for something and you can't find it because your desk is cluttered and you spend 20 minutes um, looking for that thing. Regardless, your space needs to be organized and free of clutter because clutter equals lack of distraction. Clutter equals distraction. Treat your online class exactly, or your work, exactly the way you would um, treat any other class. Just because it's online doesn't mean it's any less important. So a lot of these online classes um, are using video lectures um, where you're in like a video chat. Other online classes is just basically like a meet at like once a week and do this. Um, I know I had some online classes where it was just... You just had to log in that week and here's a PowerPoint, uh, here's your readings, go and do it. So depending on how your the, the class is structured, um, you may need more encouragement to get it done 
um, sometimes if you have a video lecture, uh, that will be like a designated time that you have to be on the computer. But if you don't, make yourself a designated class time. Even if you do have those video lectures, give yourself a designated time in the day to do the work that you have to do. And treat it like it's any other course that you're taking. Treat it like your homework. Um, because that will help you prioritize doing your online course. If you think of it the same way you prioritize your in-class homework, um, you'll be more motivated to actually do it. And not just, okay, I'm going to do it later, but first I'm going to play video games. Or I'm going to do it later, but first I'm just going to, you know, watch this YouTube video. Um, and then you'll never, if you do that, you will not get to that homework. Trust me. Uh, so, prioritize your class. Designate a study space. Turn off all of your distractions, either when you're in your video lecture or when you are doing your work or readings. Put your phone on airplane mode if you have to. If you, if you don't trust yourself to stay away from your phone, turn it off. Put it in airplane mode. Close all of your windows on your computer if they are not school related. Um, put things away. Get your distractions out of your face. Um, this helps you focus. Um, you can form a study group uh, with the rest of your class. If you are in, I know um, not every online class lets you see your classmates or you don't really know who they are. Um, if you can find them and connect with them, you can make like a virtual study group. If you use something like Zoom or Skype uh, to do video chats, you can add a lot of like multiple people into one video chat. And that's a really cool way to do a study group because, um, you, I mean, it's kind of everyone's safe inside their houses, but you're helping each other. Um, you're helping each other get through the schoolwork. So you can ask them questions like, hey, did any of you guys, um, did any of you guys understand this material? Uh, and then you might have, you might find some good advice there too. Um, to stay productive in quarantine too, you need to make sure you're still getting enough sleep. Um, this goes for anybody, even if you're not doing any work or stu studying, get enough sleep. The When you're in lockdown, when we're all in self-isolation and lockdown, it's really hard to stay in a routine. Like, really hard. Um, when you have nowhere to go or nothing you really need to be doing. Um, this is for those of you who aren't in a structured um, online class. Um, it's hard to have that routine and getting enough sleep is very important regardless of what you're doing because you need your brain to be at full power and um, sleep is how you get that and eating well too like eating a lot of good food good brain foods helps your concentration which helps you focus which helps you absorb information better uh, helps your memory. Uh, 
all that kind of stuff. So, um, and the last thing I can, I'm going to say about staying productive in quarantine and, or with online courses is um, use a task calendar. Um, organize all of your assignments and tasks in like an agenda the same way a lot of you do with your in-person classes. This helps you stay on track because a lot of the times I find people, um, when you use like a website or something in your, um, like if you're using, like some of you use Blackboard um, or whatever website your school uses, um, a lot of the times they all those deadlines and assignments and stuff and due dates are all just in there. And you may think, oh, I'm going to go back to it, and it's all written, written in there on the internet, so I'll find it. But a lot of the times, if you're taking multiple online courses, um, they, they get lost, and they get kind of mixed up in the internet, internet and uh, it can be hard to get them back. So write them in an agenda. Um, write them down. Keep a task calendar. Um, just stay. That'll help you stay on track. Um, Global Villager Six just asked. Um, just while I'm here, how to stay away from distraction. Um, I did mention before just now when I was doing those uh, productivity tips. Um, block them out. Just block it all out. Clear the clutter off your desk. Um, organize your study space, make yourself a task. Everything basically that I just said on how to stay productive can apply to removing distractions. Um, so I did give out some answers just now, so hopefully that works for you too. Um, so a lot of you are still helping each other answer questions, which is so cool. We're all in this together. We're all in this lockdown life together. Um, oh, Mustafa, I just saw Mustafa three thirteen. I just saw your comment. I forgot where you were from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot where you were from. Um, I talked to a lot of people, <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. Um, I don't, it's not like I forgot you, so there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm scrolling up here, uh, so, cause I know there's a pile of questions here I haven't got to yet. So I'm just scrolling up, um, through this chat here looking, um, for more of those questions. Um, and try to make sure I get to the questions that don't have any answers yet. At least um, the, those of you who are helping each other out, giving each other answers is great. So I'm trying to make sure I go to the questions that don't have any answers yet as a priority. Um, because I always, almost every time I do these sessions, I always get cut off and run out of time. Because Instagram has a time limit. Um... So I always end up getting cut off and run out of time. So, like I said before, if I don't get to your question at all, 
Um, I'm not trying to ignore it. And you can still ask me either in tomorrow's live session or send us a, a DM after this video. Um, I can get to all the messages after I'm done this live session. I think, believe I have about 10 minutes left. So, okay. I just found the spot I left off on. Um, so I'm going to keep looking here for more um, questions that I have not answered yet. Um, I don't really understand that question. Um, sorry, Eunice. One of the reasons we should talking very well English, we should living in Canada, America. Um, I'm assuming you mean um, you're adding on to my comment when I was talking about people who learn English because they're moving to Canada or the U.S. or even the U.K. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's an important um, reason to learn English for a lot of you, um, especially if you're coming to Canada to, or the U.S. to work or um, study at school. Um, because most of us, I can't think of a region in Canada or the U.S. that isn't predominantly English-speaking. I don't think there is. So it would really help you. Um, I mean, I know in Canada we have Quebec where uh, they speak a lot of French. But um, most of the time you can still always find someone that speaks English. So it'll help you get around. Um, get to class and your, understand your study and your lectures. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, is that an I or an L? Um, M underscore A-S-L-N-T-S. Uh, I don't really know how to pronounce that, so I'm just reading out your the letters of your username. Uh, it says, you say it, great. How can we learn new things when we practice? As a result, we use what we know. Um, like I said before, um, I'm not sure if you had tuned in, in earlier in this session, but I did mention um, reading and listening to movie or reading and listening to music and podcasts and movies, TV shows, TED Talks, watching and reading and listening. Um, those are very effective ways to learn new words and learn new English phrases or um, concepts. Um, Especially at home if you're not actively talking to other people in person because you're in lockdown. Um, that's a good way to add to your vocabulary and new th learn new things to practice. Um, so. People always talk about the same issues in everyday life. Nothing new is happening. That's why the conversation is boring. Um, I don't really have anything to add to that. Yeah, talking about the same things over and over every day can be boring. Especially right now, um, it's not boring, it's important, but we are getting, um, almost all of the news is about 
coronavirus updates. So um, it's hard to find new things to talk about when there's so much going on in the world right now with the coronavirus and everyone is very uncertain or worried or scared. Um, so that's where all of that reading and watching movies and stuff can come in because you can talk about if you're having a conversation um, with like you're practicing English in a conversation, you can talk about something you read or saw in a movie or in a book um, and tell the person you're talking to about it and tell them this exciting thing happened in this movie the other day or however you want to word it. I'm just kind of spitballing, but um, tell them about what you saw in that movie or in a song. Tell them about this new book you read or this article you read in a magazine. And then they can ask you questions about it. And you can, that's a good way to try to have a new and interesting conversation, not the same boring conversation every day. Um, Andrew 080 said, I don't need help, but wanted to tell you thanks for what you do. My online school program broke after 20 minutes. Um, yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you, um, for those kind words. Um, our main goal and priority is always to help people. So we love hearing about when, um, we have been able to help people. It really, um, helps us know what we are, what we're doing is working. But, um, as for the online school program breaking, yeah, I've, I've been hearing about people um, complaining that their systems aren't really adjusting very well. And a lot of the professors maybe um, are not the most technologically advanced. I mean, the thing you have to remember is that this is new for a lot of people, including your school and your professors. And everyone is kind of learning this together. And with stuff like this, it does take time. Um, it takes time to develop the right software or um, the right format for a lecture and for your professors to learn how to use the technology. So I think we all just need to learn together and um, practice empathy, um, which is very important right now, and just kind of stick with it, see if it gets better. Like I said, we're all learning. Um, Spana0107, uh, what would you suggest your students to follow, American English or British English? So that's a good question. Um, um, this will really depend on where you're going. Um, so if you are coming to Canada or... Um, this is so, so let me back up if you are learning English because you are coming to um, another country then um, then you need to learn the, the type of English they use in that country so if you are coming to Canada or the UK we both use both of those places use British English so if you're coming to Canada, we use British English and spelling. Um, and then if you're coming to the United States, 
you you need to use American English, obviously. But in Canada, we use British English. So that will really just depend on the reason you're learning English. Um, so it depends. Um, Michelle Leonardo just said she's playing pre-recorded live video. I don't know what that means. Um, this is live, so I am answering your... Oh, wait. Was that comment earlier that um underscore ASLNT is... Were you saying that I was saying the same thing every day? Or were you talking about conversation in general? Now I'm confused, guys. Well, either way, I'm just here. If you think I'm talking about the same things every day, I'm just here answering the questions that I'm getting. And it might just happen that the questions are very similar. But um, there are new people joining us each day. Um, so I am just trying to give everyone the information they're looking for. My job here is to answer those questions. So... Um, that is, uh, basically what I'm doing. And I just happen to be getting a lot of the same questions, which is totally okay with me. And I encourage everybody to keep asking your questions because I want you guys to all have the answers you need. Um, so let me try to squeeze in a few more questions here. I have about five minutes left. Um, so I'm going to scroll back up here and try not to skip anybody. I'm trying to go, uh, in order of when the questions were asked. So like a first come first serve kind of thing. Um, so, uh, I am basically... Or maybe they think I'm not live because I, because I wear my hair the same every day. I don't know. Um, whatever. I'm just here to help you guys. I promise. Um, I'm going to try to pick up some more questions. Yeah. Those of you who are looking for book recommendations, I'm going to look for some. Okay, a lot of you are asking for grammar books and looking for ebook recommendations, and I don't have any off the top of my head, but um, I'm going to look for some. And if you tune in tomorrow, uh, I will uh, have those, and I can recommend them to you tomorrow. Um, I will make. I will go and find, do some research for you guys and see what the rest of our team, if they have any input. Um, we have a whole huge internal team. Um, I'm going to ask them if they know anything too. And I will get back to you tomorrow with a list. And um, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So, sorry, you can see which movie is good for improvement of English language. Um, I mean, 
I don't know of any if there's like a specific movie that is better than another movie for learning English, but um, I really recommend something. Um, I was gonna say something basic, but it's hard to say if a movie's basic. Like, don't watch Inception or don't watch The Matrix or something really something that like requires a lot of thought. Try to watch, like, comedies and um, movies like that. Um, even, like, I don't know if you like rom-coms, but um, those movies tend to be a little less hard to figure out and complicated to follow. Um, a lot of comedies follow the same... Um, a lot of comedies follow the same structure, and they don't make you, like, think a lot. So... Um, I think those would be a good place to start if you're using movies to, to learn English. Um, other movies could be, a ch even like superhero movies could be good too. Um, they're not super, they don't have a lot of complicated dialogue. Do you think graffiti is a crime or art? Um, I'm not really an ex, I mean, um, my views about graffiti. Um, I mean, I'm mostly here to answer student questions, but um, I don't really know. It's technically a crime, but I mean, a lot of people are talented and it's a, a piece of, it's kind of like illegal art. Um, depends where you live, too. I think it's really nice when you've gotten permission from the owners of the building um, to put it on. Um, where I live, we have a lot of pe buildings that people have um, commissioned graf graffiti artists to paint, um, which is really cool. But I don't think you should just be going and painting on people's property without their permission. Um, but anyway, I'm here for your student life questions. Um, anything you have about academic or um, your classes or um, productivity at home or you're studying or anything like that um, you can ask you can post your questions in the comment um, and if you can try to use a question mark just so that I can when I'm scrolling through looking for questions to answer so I don't miss it um, I might because I might miss it um, Brendo Brito, what is the difference between guns and weapons? Um, a gun is a type of weapon. A weapon is like the category. And then the gun is like a subcategory within that category. Um, so like weapons could be anything. Um, like a bomb or... Um, I mean, you can make anything into a weapon. but So the weapon would be the umbrella term that... Um, covers the whole category and then guns are a subcategory with it underneath so like a gun is a type of weapon um, so Moxie Abraham it's so hard for me to write a paper academically what kind of materials can I use um, so one of the biggest materials you will need to use in your papers is your sources, obviously. Um, 
you can find them in your school library or Google Scholar. Um, the best sources to use for your paper are academic peer-reviewed sources. Don't ever use Wikipedia. Um, that's almost never allowed. Um, you can use um, anything that's in the anything that's like in a in your library in a journal um, academic credible sources so be careful if you're using internet sources they're not um, they're not reliable um, because anybody can write them um, so stick with those academic sources books are pretty good too but sometimes books can be biased because they're written by one author um, and that author usually has a specific viewpoint about something um, so they, they can be really good for information because they're they're still published books that have been edited but um, they sometimes sway to one way or another um, so those are really good materials to use and then if you want to use primary sources um, you can use there are a lot of websites um, out there that have tons and tons of primary sources they're really easy to find on the internet and for those they don't need to be academic because they're primary sources so like a primary source is a source written by um, someone who witnessed or experienced that event firsthand. Um, so it would be like a letter or um, a document, like a government document or declaration, or um, like an eyewitness account, a newspaper article from that time, um, anything like that. Um, anything that was written by someone that lived at that time. So um, those are the types of materials you would want to use in your paper. Um, you, unless it's obviously unless it's like a an analysis of a movie or something, then you'd have to use that. But um, for the most part, those are the materials you would need to use in your paper. Um, hopefully, that's what you meant. <laughs> Um, yeah, and your school library usually has a lot of um, resources and um, links that you, because most school libraries have uh, memberships to all the databases that you can use, and uh, so you want to make sure you log in through there, and then you can get access to all of those um, databases like JSTOR and um, PubMed, or yeah, PubMed. Um, I was going to say Scholars Portal, but that's a Canadian thing. Um, just like Project Muse, all of those databases are really good. Um, certain ones are better for certain subjects too. So, um, those would be good materials to use. Um, I am going to scroll back up here. Um... 
to find the um, your questions. Um, do, do, do. Looking through your questions here, um, Siddhar CBK, could you suggest me any links about the subject? If you're still asking about graffiti, I don't have any links about graffiti. Um, that's not really something we talk about a lot here at Homework Help Global, so we don't really have a lot of resources about that. Um, so I can't really help you with that one, but um, if you had something school-related, we would have a million links for you. <laughs> um, just not in that subject. Is it Mariana Martins? Do you speak Portuguese? Unfortunately, I speak English. Um, I know a lot of you always ask if I can speak your languages, and I'm sorry I can't, but um, I do I do just speak, speak English. Guler ELT. I'm an English language teacher in Turkey. We have to teach students to grammar and reading because of the lesson hour given school. So students cannot speak English, unfortunately. What do you think? Um, not really. I mean, so um, you have to teach them grammar and... Oh, I see. Okay, so you're... You're saying that you you only have time to teach them grammar and reading and not speaking. Um, I think that speaking is a very important part about um, learning a new language. Um, if you don't practice speaking, then you won't be able to properly uh, communicate in that language because you may be able to read it or write it, but you can't really have a conversation in it if you are um, not, if you don't know how to speak it. And I think, like, I was talking to someone um, yesterday or the day before, and they still hadn't, they've been, they said they'd been studying English for, like, a couple years now and still weren't able to actually speak it because all they were doing was reading and um, writing. So... Um, they were still struggling to have a conversation because they couldn't speak it. So I think the speaking part is very important. Um, and it is a really big part of learning a new language and practicing that speaking. So, um, yeah, I think that if I know that you said you were crunched for time, but, um, if you were, if you were, um, if you had more time, you could focus on that, I guess. But it is imp really important. Maybe alternate. Maybe like one day you do grammar and reading and one day you do speaking or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee here and then I'm going to go through the questions. Um, so someone's, oh wait, I think I, I think I missed a question here. Um, maybe I didn't. Mm. 
Okay, and I didn't miss a question. I'm still going. I'm going in uh, the order. I'm answering the questions in the order that you guys asked them. So, um, I'm trying not to skip any, so I just keep scrolling back up here um, to find where I left off when I was answering questions. Okay, so someone said we asked some SMO SAWI force asked you said what to do, but I don't see an actual question. Um, so I'm just trying to find your actual question, but I don't really see it. Um, have you got any idea what to do about? I know you made a comment before about not knowing your learning style. Was that your question? Um, like, was your question asking me to, for help figuring out your learning style? Um, because I can answer that. Um, everyone has different learning styles, and um, some people like visually... And some people like to read text and some people um, like to listen and some people can't pay attention. Um, okay, thanks for confirming. I can help you there. Um, yeah, so some people learn differently. Some people like to read. So like for me, I like to read things. Um, and I, if I'm just listening, I don't pay attention. But other people like to visualize see it in like a video and I mean everyone's different and if you don't really know what kind of learner you are um, right now and that's fine and it's good to recognize that you um, haven't figured that out because that's a big step in making sure you kind of make those changes to figure that out so I guess if it were me, the first thing I would do is kind of look back and um, think about the things that have really stuck with you that you've learned in your classes or in your reading or anywhere else and think of the way that you absorbed that information and so think about like the key concepts that you remember um, that you could not even just that you remember, but the things that you would be able to explain to somebody else. Um, like if there's a certain, um, I know you said you're a nursing student, so if there's like a certain um, technique or practice or something um, that you particularly remember, think about how that was explained to you um, and think about the way that... Um, you learned it so like if did you read it in a book uh, or textbook did you um did someone explain it to you like in a practicum or uh did you wa watch it in like a not a video but like or i guess watch it in a video or did you just listen to it in a lecture and think about um Make sure it's something that you can explain back to people because um, if you can understand a concept and um, repeat it and explain it to someone else, 
that's a really good indication that that is a concept or um, that is information that you have learned and absorbed fully because it's already in your brain and you understand it and you can tell it to somebody else. Um, so those are the if those um, those are the concepts that you will have absorbed and learned and not just memorized. So think about that and how you learned those and because however you learned that clearly worked for you and it clearly left you something that stuck. Um, so maybe that was something that you read in one of your readings or maybe that was something that your professor showed you in a lecture or it was in a hands-on class um, and whatever way that was is probably the most effective learning style. So if you if that was something you read in a book, um, that means that you're, you know, you reading con concepts will work best for you or if you learned it in uh, like a lecture or hands-on class, then you're obviously a hands-on learner and you need to practice things, doing things in order to really get it. And a lot of people are like that. A lot of nursing students are like that too because it, nursing is a very hands-on um, career and job. And it's also a very important job, especially right now. Um, so yeah, I would say just, I would say that's the first step uh, that you should take when you're trying to figure out your learning style because um, you need to recognize how, how you personally absorb information. Um, and you can try to test that out too. If you can't really think of something um, like I, like that, or you can't really remember how you learned those things, um, test yourself. And uh, try different ways to teach yourself um, your material. So, like, read something, uh, watch something. Oh, sorry. Um, I think she means how to deal with lectures. Oh, I didn't see. Hmm. Um, yeah, so test yourself and see what way you learn because if you... If you find that you're sitting in your lectures and you're not um, absorbing the information, you may need to go back and read it instead or um, find a different method to review what your professor was talking about if the lecture part, like the listening to a lecture isn't working for you. Um, or you could like try to transcribe or take your notes and then go back and read your notes or um, find materials that are within your own learning style that you've figured out. How to improve your speaking. Practice. Honestly, the best way to improve your speaking is practice. And you can do it by yourself or with other people. Right now, your options are video chat. But um, as long as you are saying things out loud... Even if you're by yourself and you're just talking to the air, um, if you're reading your material out loud, that still counts as practice speaking. Because the more you practice, the better you're going to be and the more confident you're going to be um, when it comes time to talk 
to people in the public or wherever. Because um, you can learn, like I said earlier, you can learn and read all you want. But if you don't practice speaking, you you won't be able to have an actual, like, physical conversation um, with someone. So honestly, the best way to get better at speaking is practice. Um, and you can learn the proper pronunciation of words, um, which will help you with your speaking. Um, I always tell people to go to Google and click the, or Google the word and click the button, like the speaker button, because um, that, uh, like in the search results, and that is the, um, that tells you how to pronounce that word, and I'll say it out loud. Or you can search it on YouTube. Um, sometimes on YouTube, if you type like word pronunciation or, or anything like that, it'll come up with a video that um, someone made just saying that word. That will help you learn to pronounce the words properly. And um, you can practice them in your conversation. Um, movies and listening to movies and podcasts and videos and all that stuff help with your pronunciation too. Um, so that should give you some practice to make sure you're saying the words right. But practice as much as you can because things don't, things won't stick in your, in order for things to be properly absorbed in your brain and so you can keep remembering it and it just becomes a part of your life. That's what practice is for and you need to practice. I know it's boring or hard, but that's the best way. That's the, like that's how it's going to happen. And it might not happen overnight. I think the thing was that um there's that stas that st that stat um that it takes a 10,000 hours to become uh an expert at something or takes like 10,000 hours of practice to be good at something or something like that. Um, so put that into perspective. Um, and everyone learns differently too. So, I mean, if you feel like you've been practicing for a while and nothing's really working, um, just keep going and don't give up. And, um, you know, some sometimes we just learn things differently than others and um sometimes it just takes a little more practice but um you'll get there you will um okay so looking gonna look here uh some i'm gonna scroll back up um because the um the uh Questions are kind of buried in here. Um, okay, so I just was just looking. I was just trying to find my spot in the chat so I could go through the questions. Because like I said before, I am answering them first come, first serve basis. So I'm just trying to go uh, in order of who asked questions first. Um, which is why I'm answering questions that were asked a while ago. Um that's just when I'm getting to them. Um, and it's easier for me to do it this way because then I can make sure I didn't miss anybody. 
And like if I'm answering some new ones and some old ones, then I could easily lose those. Uh... Oh, sorry. <sighs> those questions along the way. Um, Brendo Brito, why is coronavirus dangerous for humanity? Well, I mean, I think that answer is happening right now. Um, people are dying. People are very, very sick. Um, people are either following or not following the rules. Um, people, it's bringing out a lot of people who, um, here in Canada, we've had a problem with, um, people hoarding, um, like take, clearing all the shelves at the grocery stores and like buying everything and other people can't find what they need now. Um, so I think that is another kind of side effect of the virus is that it's, people are not being very nice and it's not bringing out the best in people. Um, but I mean, the most obvious thing is that it is widely, it is rapidly spreading and it is killing people, making people very sick, uh, putting people at risk of being very sick and, um, it has completely altered society at this point. And, um, so I think there are there are many, many ways that it is dangerous for society. Um, and the fact that we don't really know much about it, we don't know how to cure it, or we don't know we don't have like a vaccination. Um, and that's another dangerous thing too, because we don't really know how we don't have a lot of answers. Um So I'm just scrolling up again. Every time I kind of stare at my phone weirdly, it's because I am um, scrolling through the, the chat to find the questions that I missed. <laughs> I'm not just staring weirdly into my phone for no reason. Um, I found my spot. So I'm going through here. I answered that. Some people are asking the same question, so I answered that. Um, Luis Mendes, Luis, I answered, you asked how I, can I improve my speaking. I did answer that. Um, already, so I hope that you were listening when I did. Um, um, and some of you are helping each other out with answers, which is awesome. Okay, so Radic Gatasaria also asked, how can I improve my listening skills? I mean, that's another thing where listen, where practice is important too and I think um I think with anything practice is important but listening skills um improving your listening skills um can be difficult but you need to a part of listening is focus and um if someone's talking to you or you're listening to um like a podcast or something and you need to make sure that you are fully focused and listening because you could be completely listening to whatever but your mind could be somewhere else and then 10 minutes later you forget the entire thing and that doesn't help you when you're trying to learn English and you need to pay attention because um, that that's part of your practice. 
and you need to learn those concepts. So f- stay focused and um, listen to um, watch movies, listen to podcasts, mu- um, music, uh, radio broadcasts, anything you can listen to in English. Just keep listening, keep practicing, and then try to try to stay focused on listening to that. Um, whatever you're listening to because um, the minute you start to your brain starts to wander that's when that's when the problems really start so try to stay focused when you're listening and listen to anything in English Um, just be careful about certain things Um, like music doesn't always have the best grammar but um, it's good to learn new words uh, to new to learn new vocabulary words So, I'm just scrolling. Oops, just scrolling back up here. Um, uh, to just look for the questions. Um, okay, I just found my spot, so that's good. Um, your cork maser. Can you show outside home anywhere on the street? Um, I'm not really comfortable showing you my home, but um, there are. Car- I live in a busy area, so there are still buses going by. But I don't think there's a lot of people outside. Um, so hopefully that just answers that for you. Um, huh. SAT78910, how to think in English, like as in our mother tongue? That's an interesting question. So um, what I think is that you are asking how to think inside your own head in English instead of um, your mother language. That's really interesting, and I've actually never thought about that before because... um, you're basically having to hardwire your brain to think in English as a default. And that's a, that's actually a question that's making me think. Um, I guess you could try to, when you have thoughts, I guess you could try to um, think about those, like try to translate those thoughts in your head. And I know that's going to take a lot of brain work. Hmm, I'm going to look that up because that's an interesting question. Um, I guess another thing you, you could probably do is just try to, every time you get a thought, try to think of um, what you would say in English and just like let that, uh, oh, excuse me, I keep yawning. Oh. Um, try to let that... Uh, Use your brain. I don't know. That's a good question, though. Um. So. Hopefully that helped. That didn't really help that much, but I've never been asked that question before, so you kind of gave me a new one to think about there. I'm going to do some research on that. I mean, I'm going to do some research because that's a really good, that's one of 
my favorite questions that I've been asked the last couple weeks, for sure. Um, okay, so I'm just going back up here trying to find other questions I've missed. Um, thank you to everyone who's helping each other in the comments. Um, helping each other answer the questions before I can get to them. That's really, really helpful. Um, and it's really nice. It's kind of like everyone um, is making our own little community here. Um, which is the exact reason why we're here. The whole reason we are here is to be a resource to help you with these kind of questions and issues. So, I mean, it's really cool to see that there is a little bit of community here. And especially for those of you um, who join every day and who have been joining for the last week or two or a couple weeks. Um, it is really cool to see that. So, thank you guys for helping each other out in the comments too. Um, okay. So, um, I'm going to scroll back through, um, Ilkar Corkmazer, how can I find a job in Toronto? I am an electronic engineer. Um, well, I mean, that's pretty difficult right now, uh, because we are pretty much in lockdown except for certain jobs, so, I mean, I don't think you can find anything right now, but, um, Maybe when everything is settled and when the pandemic is over, um, you could reach out to try to form contacts here um, in that in your industry and uh, see if they'll sponsor you to come over and work or if you can get like a work visa. You would have to get a work visa first and I, I think a lot of companies, um, you'd have to talk to them first. <laughs> You'd have to do a bit of networking, I think, but you need to wait until the, definitely wait until the pandemic is over, that's for sure. Um, most of Toronto, actually, I think Toronto yesterday, uh, they declared the whole city of Toronto and uh, a state of emergency, so, um, yeah, I think you'd, you have to wait for that. Okay, that answered that question. do you guys um Serena Balderman do you study nursing um I don't know if you're asking me or the other person but I don't study nursing I was talking I was at that point I was answering question for someone who's studying nursing so um maybe that's why you thought that okay I'm catching up here Brendo Brito, do you guess that one person can learn English across the radio? Yes. Um, radio, it can be pretty helpful um, when you're learning English because people on the radio um, tend to talk slower um, because they are like enunciating their words. And um, so that can be helpful to follow along, but also too because... The people on the radio are talking about news and um, popular culture and sports and um, 
you know, current events. And they talk about a lot of different things, um, especially if you listen to, like, the um, the news broadcasts or um, the channels that have, like, like talk radio, I guess. Um, if you listen to those channels, you're going to hear a lot of really um, interesting things and you're going to learn a lot of new dialogue because their radio is very current. Like radio is, radio talks about um, what happened like that day or what is currently going on. Um, so there's always like new things to talk about. And so there's, and because of that, there's always going to be new words and um, new ways that you can add to your vocabulary. And you'll learn how to pronounce them at the same time because they're speaking slower uh, in a way you can understand. And because you're listening to them, then you can, you know how um, to pronounce them. So, um, yeah, radio is a really great way to listen in English and learn to speak English and um, to improve your vocabulary and um, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's really good. And um, there's just so much to listen to on the radio. Um, so, yeah, that's really great. Um, okay, let's go to I'm looking for where I left off uh, with the questions. I I found my spot here. Um, oops. German. Do you know German language? I only know one word, Guten Tag. That's all I know in German. Um, so unfortunately, I can't speak it. Depinder <laughs> um, Singh 61. Do reading poems help in English? I'm fond of poetry in Urdu. I was wondering if it's the case in English. Um, I mean, reading anything can help. Um, but the problem is with poems, you have to be careful because poems aren't always, don't always follow conventions and um, they're written, they're not written in the way you would speak because they're poems and there's, they're art, um, which is really great as, as art. But if you're reading poems to um, learn English, I would just say, I mean, it doesn't hurt, but it, I would use with caution because um, the structure's not always the way you want to learn, and, um, sometimes the, the rules are changed when it comes to poetry, and if you're using direct translations, it can be really hard to understand what's happening and figure out the proper way to use that in a sentence instead of however it's written in the poem. Um, so I would be careful, um, I mean, it's just nice to read the poems anyway, but um, just be conscious of the fact that um, it's not always, poems aren't always written the way that we should be formulating sentences. Um, so. Uh, 
So I'm just sorry. I was looking at a conversation you guys were having to each other. <laughs> um. So now I'm I'm just trying to make sure I don't like answer a question that like wasn't actually asked to me. Um, that would be embarrassing. Um, Sipa Othman, can you sing Ma Sin Lorstani? I don't, if that was a question to me, I don't know what that is. Um, also can't sing because, well, I have cold right now, so, um, couldn't sing anyway, but I, uh, Brendo Brito, how many people death with coronavirus in your country? Um, I think we have had, um, I don't know the the current country stats, but in Ontario, which is the province I live, um, here in Ontario, I think we've had 30 people die. Uh, Canada, I think, is at, like, 50? No. It's under 100, I just don't know. Can't remember, I haven't looked at, uh, I normally look at the current counts when I wake up, but, uh, I didn't do that today, so I'm not sure. But I know in my province of Ontario, it's about 30 or 33. Um. So. Um, sorry, I'm just um, looking at the questions again. Um, just keep going back to this list of questions. Sipa Othman, can you help me for improving my English? Yeah, so it depends. Um, oh, 60 so far. 60-something in Canada. Thank you. Um, yeah, I always look at the Ontario stats and then forget to look at um, the Canada stats. I don't know why, but thank you for uh, the update. 60-something in Canada for deaths. Um was I answering? Oh, helping you uh, learn to speak English. No, what was it? Sorry, I just got completely distracted. And, uh, I uh, lost your question. Um, Stop by that. Yes, I will make a post about the thinking. In... <laughs> oh, great. Now I'm just scrolling back up because I lost the question I was answering. Um, a couple people have asked. Okay, so there are a couple people um, who have asked kind of the similar questions how to get better at English, how to speak English, um, how to be more fluent in English and I know this is something that a lot of you um, clearly a lot of you are asking about which means that it's something that a lot of you are, have questions about um, I really advise you to look at our YouTube page um, it is called the homework help show there's a link in our Instagram bio um, that will take you to our content pages um, 
click that link, go to our the homework help show on YouTube or the podcast. Um, there's a whole series of videos on there that are like uh, little tutorial videos on um, using or on speaking English. And I really, really recommend watching those because they are very helpful. Um, so I recommend going there and there's a whole series there. I mean, we also, at Homework Help Global, we also offer um, online tutoring services too. Um, and if that's something you're interested, you can send us a message too. Because um, that would help you. Because I know a lot of you seem to... Um, seem to be trying to learn English um, and it's kind of hard like I need to it's kind of hard to give you guys the right information because I know everyone's in a different spot um, with your own learning so really check that out um, send us a message if you want if you want tutoring services so, um, yeah, anyone who's asking about learning English, I would recommend that. Um, okay, so I'm just, I think I have about seven minutes left. Um, so, um, I want to make sure I get to as many of your, answer as many of your questions as I can. If I don't get to your question, um, you can send us a message or like send us a, a DM on Instagram here and I can answer it from there or um, uh, jump on with us tomorrow. We are live every Monday to Friday so I'm going to start a little earlier tomorrow um, so probably like pro not that much earlier probably just like 10 to 10 minutes earlier but um yeah, so jump on tomorrow or send us a message if I don't get your question, but I am going through right now. Uh, trying to find where I left off so I can uh, answer more of your questions before I get cut off for time. Um, can you speak Arabic? No, I cannot. Oops, sorry. You guys still with me? There we go. Um... I'm in Kessler, whereas old teacher, um, you're talking about Kathan, the girl in our videos, um, she is, uh, she doesn't, she's not with the company at this time, but, um, she moved on for a different, to pursue different opportunities. Um, we did post a departure message from her, like, months ago, um, but we just we still use the videos she made, but um, it is currently me now. Um, Brendo Brito, are you sleepy? Yeah, because I kept yawning. Uh, yes, I am sleepy. Mustafa, can you make a post about that question? Thinking in English. Yeah, I'm definitely going to because that was really interesting. Um, I think we should do a blog about that. Maybe I definitely want to look it up. Um, I definitely want to look up that question because that was really cool. Um, uh, 
Mustafa 313. I'm graduated from the Medical Institute of Community Health. Can I get a job as a medical assistant or a nurse in Toronto? Yeah, I think you can, but I think you need um, some kind of like a placement or um, sponsorship or something. I'm not sure really sure how it works, but I know that you need someone to um, sponsor you and then give you a like a placement co-op kind of thing here. Oh yes, yeah, someone right after me, right after that answered. You can go there and study with placement. So yeah. Uh, who underscore ma do you have the flute no I do not I uh, have a cold but it's just a common cold and here in Canada that's a really 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 common thing it is not the flute and it is not coronavirus um, Sanjay Padivirad have you taken dinner no here it's noon um, so I am still um, working on breakfast, uh, lunch, I guess. Uh, Deepak, I think you're sick. Yes, I have a cold. It is just a cold. I know a lot of you, every time I cough, you're all concerned it's the coronavirus, but it's not. I do not have that. Shewakoi, uh, is it just it is necessary to have IEL? Yes, to study, yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize you were answering each other's questions. I'm just going to uh, keep going here in the list. Um, okay, I'm going to be cut off in like three minutes. So I'm going to try to focus on the questions that are just about academics and English and um, Brendo Brito how to pronounce so many questions how, sorry how to pronounce so many words quickly in one conversation um, I mean you don't really want to rush yourself you don't want to kind of I don't know a situation where you would want to really be doing that like squishing all these words into one conversation really fast um I mean I don't think that's very productive for the learning because you need to practice emphasizing all the words and if you don't know English very well and you're squishing all these words into like a really packed in conversation people are not going to know what you're talking about or they're not going to be able to follow you and um I think that, yeah, I don't know why you would want to do that. Um, so I would say, to answer your question, I would say just try not to do that. And then um, maybe practice the emphasizing the words or the pronunciation of the words. So, uh... I'm going to keep going. Um, I don't want to get cut off here. Uh, 
Okay, so um, okay, I'm going back down here to find more questions that I haven't answered yet. Or that and somebody else hasn't helped with yet because um, like I said, I really appreciate you guys helping each other out with these answers here. That is really cool. It's like a little community that um, we're having here. Um, so I'm just trying to get some last minute questions in. Um, Instagram cuts me off when I reach the time limit and I know it's coming. And I know it's going to come in like one or two minutes. So um, I am trying to scroll really quickly and make sure I get to the last questions. If I didn't get to your question, uh, send us a DM, a uh, direct message, or jump on with us tomorrow. Um, same time. All's well classes. How to improve my writing speed. That's another thing that practice helps with. It takes time. It takes time to be able to do things. Um, anything. Speaking, reading, writing. Um, the more you write, the more, the faster you can do it. And um, it's the same thing with people like people who type for their job every day versus people who don't use computers very much. There's a big difference in how fast they type because the person that uses computers for their job does it every day. And that's a good example of why practice will make you better at those kind of things. Practice can make you write faster. Practice everything. Thank you for listening to the second podcast in the COVID-19 Q&A series with Homework Help Global. I'm our host and top writer, Leslie, and I'm also the host of the weekly Instagram live sessions. This podcast was taken right from our Instagram live sessions and continues our series. We hope this podcast gave you some helpful tips and information that can get a bit of the stress off your shoulders during these uncertain times. Tune in next week for podcast three.